Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey guys, just before we start the show, I have an announcement to make. Modern Superior is going to be adding a new show to the roster. Uh, It's called Changing Reels. It'll be hosted by Courtney Small, local film blogger, and Andrew Hathaway, a slightly less local podcaster out of Georgia. And these fellas will be talking about uh, works from various filmmakers that may have been overlooked, underappreciated, overly praised, or panned upon their initial release. They'll be taking a closer second look. It's uh, a great show. Uh, It's going to be dropping next Monday. So... There you go, guys. You got a new Monday podcast. Check it out. And now, on with the show. episode 232 of see you next wednesday a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see this episode drops on august 31st 2016 and my name is dan gorman i'm sorry we're late your honor my troop and i were busy describing the fall fashions to the blind one man said he could actually feel the colors Good old Shelly Long quote. My name is Casey Lyons, and I'm going to get one contact that looks like a cat's eye and another contact that looks like a cat that's missing its eye. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Greg Legro, and these are just simple farmers. These are the people of the land, the common clay of the New West. (laughs) You know, morons. Uh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, we have movie reviews of Don't Breathe, as well as, uh, I, what, what, I don't know, what's what's the other movie we're talking about in, in Film what? Roulette? Is it Don't Breathe and... Cell. 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 Yes. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about movie news and things we've been watching, and then at the end of the episode, we will talk about an episode of season one of The O.C., in our OC Relay Corner. Mm. Or aren't you glad it's the OC? <laughs> um, but yeah. before any of that, if you'd like to let us know what you think about the show, please email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Uh, face, Facebook us or Twitter us at SYNWPC. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes and uh, tell all of your friends about us in real life. And also go to modernsuperior.com where you can check out lots of other shows. And you can check out the, the new... Uh the new design we're we're sort of in the process of an overhaul looks Uh, a little bit different right now yeah tell us what you think Mm -hmm. yeah and uh lots of stuff to do there yeah things are changing and evolving yeah very fast i'm not comfortable with it yeah (laughs) it's uh 
Sunrise, sunset. I don't know who we are anymore. I know. We've changed. <laughs> um, oh, we've really changed. Before we get to film roulette, let's talk about what has been going on this week in terms of news and movies that we have been watching. Okay. How about we do that? Okay. Yeah. All right. So we got uh, some news pieces up on Modern Superior, and I wrote them down here. Mm-hmm. Um Casey, what you posted the new Westworld trailer? Oh, th- yeah, that's another thing. Uh, before we start into this, go check out because uh, we, we've got like news articles now. We're gonna be doing that on uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, whenever we can, we'll throw up something and uh, see uh, see what people think of it. Yeah, we're Some gonna movie write news and such. Pithy little news. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there's a new trailer for uh, Westworld. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you something about this show. Uh-huh. It's gonna be the best show. Of all time. I have not seen this new trailer. Westworld. Oh, more, like yes world. Oh. <laughs> more like Yes World. More like Yes Girl. <laughs> Damn, that would have been way better if I'd said that. <laughs> we built that house together, Dan yeah. Corman. Yeah, and it I'm looks going good. to visit that house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. I'm going to yeah. live there. Yeah, it looks uh, really interesting. Yeah. They've uh, really done a cool job of taking something that is a really cool movie. Like, yeah. I like that movie quite a bit. Yes. Um, but they've really done a cool, interesting job of where they've taken something that is very... Um, it has its kind of thematic feel and look, and they, they're doing something here where every shot in the trailer has like a whole new like set of rules or yeah. like, like they're going from like spacey, almost sci-fi like wide shots to... Like Western close-ups to yeah. you know I- sci-fi in- interiors, like they're really mashing it up. Whereas I feel like Westworld kind of feels like you know a, a, late, a late... standalone picture, yeah, you know? yeah. and uh, it's a fun and little it's good. Kind of, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Yule yeah. Brenner like is what makes it amazing, yeah. kind of almost or borderline amazing because it's a little. It's got its you know yeah. it's got its campiness. <laughs> but this is like if we talk about remakes a lot on this show, and if you're into movies, obviously yeah. you probably do too. But this is the kind of thing you remake. Yes. This is a fairly known property, but not really. Nobody under 30 is like jamming down with Westworld. They don't know what the fuck's going on. And it's like, it's a it's a good movie. It's not a great movie. Yeah. And so there's a lot of room to improve on. And this is a good property to lean into because you can open it up. Yeah. This can easily be opened up and you can tell a lot of different totally. stories with yeah, this like template. What's going on over in the in like the lab and what's going on in Fuck Westworld. Yeah. And yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and yeah, you go and nail down Ed Harris. You, yeah. It's be, you know, it's at least going to be pretty good already. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at, look at it, fucking Ed Harris, Anthony Hopkins. Jeffrey Wright, yeah. uh, Evan Rachel Wood, I think her name is. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I can never remember because she just has three very bland names together. Uh-huh. But uh, she's great. Yeah, I think she's, she's always terrific. great. Yeah. Um, this is going to be uh, better, I assume, than Beyond Westworld, which was a television show in the 1980s. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I've never seen Future World either, the sequel. No, that I've never seen either. I haven't seen Westworld since college i think mm, i watched it uh i watched it not very long ago yeah i yeah. about 10 years ago i think i watched okay it, and i was still very happy with it yeah 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 right. so i'm looking forward to that fuck yeah definitely mm. um i just saw this before we got to the show uh we mentioned briefly in the past that netflix is doing a tv series based on glow the glamorous yeah, ladies, ladies of, of wrestling, wrestling. Yes. which is uh, a really cool thing that happened in the 80s that there's a documentary about, and it is just delightful. And mm-hmm. now, uh, yeah, Alison Brie is going to be in this show. She is apparently confirmed. Oh, boy. So 
This is going to be a Netflix thing. Do anything. Yeah. yeah. So not a ton to sort through there, but I mean, I just love this idea of, yeah. of this this kind of show. Like, imagine how good if in the right hands. Imagine how good, like conceptually and everything. Imagine yeah. how good this could be. Yeah, it totally. could be the best. Yeah, like, there's so much room for everything. In yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> everything. And the documentary is just so fun and yeah. lots of drama, lots of characters that you can see turned into fictional and how they could run with that ball. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. 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 So exciting. Yeah. Exciting. Exciting. Yeah. What else, Casey? Did you have anything that you wanted to mention? Uh, well, I'll mention other stuff off the site, I guess. I, I don't really have that much other stuff um, that I can think of. News. Oh, did you guys watch that trailer, by the way, for uh, The Disappointments Room? No. no. This is uh, a new movie. Uh, I can't remember the director, but this is a new script by Wentworth Miller. Okay. Oh. And you remember how much everybody loved uh, Stoker? Stoker, I love yeah. that movie. Because it was fucking it was great. So good. This one, um, I trust him because of Stoker, but it feels like a ghost. I mean, it's a ghost story. Okay. There's a house or there's a room in our house that's not on the the floor plan. What? Yeah. Hmm. I got some keys. Maybe one what? of these works for the thing. And uh, yeah, and that room got ghosts in it. But uh, and and it looks like a fairly run of the mill trailer. But I'm like, I feel like something. There's a shot every once in a while that looks very Stoker esque. So uh, yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be something. Yeah. All right. That's that's exciting news. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've been waiting since Stoker. I've been waiting for this guy to uh, to write something else. Yeah. Uh, who, do we? Yeah, I'd be interested to. I'm gonna have to go watch that trailer because I do feel like Stoker had such like a visual thing going on. Like I'm wondering what this script has yeah. in it. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, because like that that is a movie that's very uh, sparse and yeah. uh, and kind of claustrophobic so yeah. i wonder i feel like with a with a straight up ghost story he could probably do something really cool yeah you yeah, just need the right director yeah hmm. um yeah i guess i quickly put up a piece on the site about um uh so everybody was a big fan of the character barb on um, yeah <laughs> on stranger things to the point of inevitable backlash where other lots of sites were putting out their fuck you barb sucks actually posts including vice and buzzfeed <laughs> yeah um which was more i feel like leveled at the character and i should hope so the actress didn't do anything but, but i mean le- less role. than it wasn't so much like oh what a te- it was a terrible performance it was oh she's like a bad friend in the show which i'm not necessarily disagreeing with i just think as a character and a performance it's wonderful um yeah it's uh, like the show doesn't give her a lot to do with and yeah she's kind of like oh don't sleep with that boy i'm jealous like she's not like a great person per se but that doesn't mean i don't think she's a great character i just think that like i i don't agree with either side i think she's yeah. fine i didn't hate her or anything like that yeah. but i mean i think it's interesting that that like i feel like everybody's great love of barb is like hey like somebody in a show that looks like a real person that's awesome and, and i think everybody went a little overboard with that uh, um, well she's just so like barb is just like so tragic and yeah. it is because she's very authentic. Yeah. Because she looks like not only just like a real person, but she really looks like the time. Yeah. And yeah. She, and, and yeah, the performance is fine. It's sweet and sincere and perfect. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like the best acting that's ever happened or anything yeah. like that. But it's just, 
It's just such a bummer for Barb. Yeah, yeah like so, I, think, I think everybody rallied around the fact that, oh, poor Barb. That's what it is, and her name is fucking Barb. <laughs> Come on. Uh, they didn't even let her be Barbara. No, nah, she's like, ah, Barb, Barb. Uh, Have uh, a beer, Barb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, the actress, Shannon Purser, has now been announced that uh, she's joining an Archie reboot that is going to air on the CW uh, as a character that I don't really uh, know much about. I shamelessly, well, a little shame. Uh, I read Archie comics when I was a kid. Yeah. And, I feel uh, like I, I'm Archie adjacent. Like Emma really likes Archie, and I really like flipping through an Archie and looking at the art and reading some panels. But I've never been the kind of person to be like, oh, "I'm going to read this." <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I did when I was a kid, and and I even when I was a kid, I was like, "This is kind of dumb." But every <laughs> once in a while, there'd be like a joke kind of thing. And when I was a kid, there wasn't a lot of venues for jokes yeah. and stuff like that. So yeah, I was yeah. like, "This is a fine conveyance of little of jokes." Little jokes. I, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm not a fan of it. Like I can't say it's good, Archie, and stuff like that. But I've definitely it's it was sort of like before the internet, the same thing of like going down a, a, a Google or YouTube yeah. wormhole, where you just like kind of flip through one of the Archie digests and suddenly yeah. you read seventy pages of it. Like, <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck happened? Yeah, that, that's a thing, and it's <laughs> it, that's amazing. That's yeah. such a good analogy. <laughs> so it's it's very much a part of my childhood yeah. kind of thing, and and also I remember being very aware of like because some of them were very overtly Christian and yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and had like uh, and you were like oh. This seems wrong. Like, yeah. I remember, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, well, I, I just like, but but I remember um, like the the awkward little steps towards like I, I remember there was one where there was a, a an exchange student who was like Indian, and everyone was like, "This is outrageous. He's Indian." <laughs> but then at the end, it's like you know what? We're all Indians are are cool as long as they want a, a hot dog and not Indian food. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Uh, I was like, oh, I yeah, yeah. And, and you were trying your best, weren't yeah. you, America? Uh, yeah, and they've done a lot in recent uh, in recent times to do their best in terms of branching out with like the because co- uh, comics are so popular now. Yeah. They had to do the, you know, they had to do things for adults or for yeah, other comic didn't they readers. Kill him? I they killed like him. They, <laughs> I feel they did. like something happened where I, th- I, I read, feel like I actually, someone was like, "Surprise, I'm gay," and then they killed Archie. <laughs> there is a, a there was a surprise. I'm gay. Uh, dope as fuck. Somebody did way. come out in Archie. They yeah. also did. It was Jughead, right? I'm not sure. But oh. I know that there was a series. I think it was called like Real Life Archie or Archie Real. Or there was some Archie kind of a. Night. Yeah. Archie, <laughs> Archie after Midnight dark. Archie. <laughs> where where he, some, somebody did get murdered. I think it was yeah. Archie. And I, re- I was actually in a I BMV. I feel like he like sacrifices himself he for does. someone. He does. I, I flipped so through the. pious. Yeah. <laughs> I flipped through the. the, the the one that had that in and it's like there's like a robber and he like jumps in front of the bullet or right. something that is such a fucking bummer because i feel like if but you're gonna kill archie in an archie comic he needs to die face down in a crack den <laughs> or something where it's just like boom yeah, yeah. but they've all, they also did stuff like archie crossed over with predator and that got like a lot of eyes on Archie for a little while. Like they had a couple uh, things where they crossed over. Like a, they did a bunch I'm of. Sorry, isn't that where you kill Archie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Well, they did a bunch of stuff. They were doing like Archie crossing over with a bunch of different um, things. And I do believe they did like more horror-based stuff, like 
slasher movie-esque kind of like side so there's like a whole universe of it going on right but now the cw is going to be doing a show deviant art presents yeah (laughs) yeah so they're going to do a tv show she's going to be cast and yeah she's cast as god lover she's cast as big ethel big ethel yeah and i they they can't call her big ethel on the show can they that's i don't know it it seems i i I went on the wikipedia for the character and it's like oh you know she loves jughead and she's always getting rejected and she's like homely and and it's and i did kind of feel like oh are they just saying oh everyone loved barb and she was kind of like down to earth like normal average girl and we'll just have to get that normal average actress girl and i'm kind of like is that a bummer i think it's uh i think it's fully like uh oh my god everybody loves barb and nobody loves archie let's uh, (laughs) get a little bit of that stranger things yeah i just hope that like i thought her i really liked her performance and i hope that there's something here to let her shine because I th- I, think, I really want to see her go into some some awesome projects because yeah. I feel like like before Stranger Things she was working at like a a move a video store she yeah, had, like yeah, quit yeah. her job to go do Stranger oh, she Things she was working Just in the a... past that's terrible <laughs> yeah <laughs> she was working in 1998 <laughs> they, they found her when they, yeah <laughs> so uh. there's that she was working in the past yeah. <laughs> oh that's fun yeah. So what else? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Uh, what have you been watching? Well, yeah, no. Before we get to that, there's little bits of news. Uh, one thing is just like I kind of wanted to bring up because I was confused by. There's a movie coming out called Hands of Stone. Mm-hmm. It's a boxing yeah. film uh, about Sugar Ray Leonard, and uh, uh, it seems to be partially marketed. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, well, the like marketing is what I want to talk about. It feels like it's being marketed around me, but not, not at all to me. me. Yeah, 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 I feel like I've seen the name and I've seen like a picture of an article I sure. didn't click on. Yeah, right. yeah, so exactly. It's, yeah, it's Usher playing Sugar Ray Leonard, which I'm like, bummer. I didn't and even know that. Edgar Ramirez playing Roberto Duran in their famous fight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of like, well, this could be interesting, but Usher, really? I guess, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's not like he's like writing jams anymore. Yeah. I guess all he does is act, so whatever. Maybe he's good. Does he? What is? What else has he acted in? I don't know. For, for the faculty? <laughs> yeah. Was yeah. he? Oh, he was he's in the yeah, faculty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like but the faculty. I feel like great that movie yeah, was great. Really Underrated. I feel, yeah, that movie was absolutely yeah. great. Yeah. I feel like it was great. And Usher was in it. Yes. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> you know? not really a part of it. Like, no. he's just sort of there like, hey, they let me show up. You didn't get the DVD re-release where it was just his face on the yeah, cover? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He's yeah. the reason. Yeah. The Usher Chronicles. Um, so uh, the reason I bring it up is like, it's kind of a whatever boxing movie. Yeah. That I think it's just like, they're not really pushing too hard because they know like people are like, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's a Red Band trailer came out for it. Okay. Which I thought was unusual i'm like this is a boxing movie why yeah. does it need a red band trailer yeah and i had not seen a trailer yet i was only aware of it by reading about it coming because de niro's in it kind of is yeah. the only a real uh cachet to it and uh so i so i watched the red band trailer okay which is really really funny <laughs> because it is just a boxing drama about a real fight that happened and then at some point the, is there like a this is how the trailer goes it's like <laughs> it shows you uh uh duran in his life yeah and he like oh my god and he's kind of like a little he's foreign and oh my yeah. goodness and then he bangs the shit out of a girl yeah and she's like talking <laughs> about like how big his dick is and stuff <laughs> it, but in subtitles too which i was like oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> interesting and then it cuts to 
Sugar Ray Leonard in his life, and then he bangs a girl. <laughs> like what? a lot of ass shots and stuff like that, like a really explicit sex scene. And then it's like, and now they're gonna fight. <laughs> you first seen... how they fuck, now how they fight. <laughs> You've seen how good they are at movie. Like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be like a real uh, Batman versus Superman <laughs> ending. They're gonna be fighting, and wait, you like fucking ladies too? <laughs> yeah. What was her name, by yeah, the way? Yeah, yeah. I like two things in this world. <laughs> fucking and fighting yeah. and I already fucked today <laughs> so let's get in the ring hey, you're lucky <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> after this so, boxing fight you go yeah, yeah. you wanna fuck <laughs> check it out it's really weird it just doesn't make any sense yeah. like I don't know who this is for gonna, I, and what I, a strange thing because like, again it, it, it seems like a real last ditch attempt oh shit nobody gives a fuck about our movie do they know that there's big dicks in it <laughs> Let's get a red band trailer. Our red real band. Yeah, they quick. Like, oh, you're, uh, like uh, some, something about a boat and something like that. And he's like, I got the Titanic right here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's that's <laughs> clumsy. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's really weird. But yeah, it's just it's a strange. It's, I don't I don't understand it at all. Watch out for that iceberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's two little icebergs <laughs> behind the Titanic. And then the scene just stops, and they're both like. Let's restart. <laughs> yeah. this is you know what? This really got away this from did. both of us. We should just... Anyway, we, we, penis and vagina. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put my pee in your V. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's really funny. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then um, there's that... Uh, they've confirmed that Deathstroke is the... Uh, yes. Uh, the villain in the new uh, in the Batman uh, film that Affleck is doing. Totally, yeah. He t- I guess he really did something in on bad taste, guys, because my grandmother had a Deathstroke. <laughs> <laughs> I get, did he like reveal something on Twitter, Ben Affleck? Or uh, there yeah, was some kind of yeah. Something it was like, like a yeah, whole yeah. a whole like long scene of Deathstroke oh, just right. walking up to the camera and yeah. looking in it. Yeah, yeah. I have not seen that yet. Too much work. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm a busy it was, man. It was right in front of me, so yeah, I was yeah. like, well, that suit looks fucking cool as hell. Yeah, yeah, I want to see it because it's a cool suit. Deathstroke's a... And I, th- I love this. I think this is great. Yeah. Because uh, it's, a, it's a really not super well-known villain at all, unless you read comics. He's been around since, like, the early 80s. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just, like, a huge fan favorite. Like, really good. He's an assassin. He's uh, physically enhanced, so he's super strong. Sweet. And, like, like uber murderous and horrible uh and just yeah, a really cool design and there's a bunch of great storylines with him and it just he Aff- affleck keeps saying he wants to really make a definitive batman movie and not anything like any of the Batman yeah. movies that have been made and this is a great way to start like do a villain that's not like any of the others and has never been in a movie and most people don't know about but has a very good like uh threat yeah, quality to him. He's dangerous as fuck. Like, well, it's really... like Bane. I mean, like n- people didn't really know that much about Bane, and then all of a sudden, Bane. Yeah, I didn't. I, th- I feel like, well, yeah, but it... they didn't do it Bane anything like the comics. No, oh really? <laughs> yeah, but uh, but I do agree that he like didn't talk like that <laughs> in the comics. <laughs> I know when I was reading the comics in my head, he was like, "Hey, I'm Bane. No. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Bane. <laughs> I live in a hole." <laughs> he was Hugh Hauser. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, but I do think like. Like if you had asked the general populace about Bane, they would have been like, "What are you talking about?" And now, yeah. like people are talking in the voice and stuff. So yeah. I know you mean, but that's all Tom Hardy. Yeah, bringing that weird. But I do it. think but, it. But I mean, the like, idea of pulling that character. Yeah, with yeah. like there's a but rich Bane's world. Been in of, a movie before. That's not yeah. the first Bane on screen. They did well, Bane and. But I mean, does anybody care about that? So no, uh, no. 
Yeah. Who even who played him? It didn't matter because they really had him in the mask and stuff. And yeah, yeah. It was was like a little bit more. uh, I I wouldn't say it's like more accurate to the comics because he was just a big dumb. But he looked more like him. Yeah, yeah, with the hoses and stuff like that because he would he gets bigger and and yeah, he's got a great storyline. There's a very famous storyline with Bane because he breaks. Batman's back, yeah, over his fucking knee. It's crazy. Oh, so Bane was a, a much more like, uh, but, but I'm, I'm like I'm talking about outside the realm of you nerds. Like yeah. uh, uh, Bane's like, more famous than Deathstroke. Yeah, right. Yeah, because he yeah he fucking yeah uh, Nightfall. It's a great storyline. Yeah, he mm-hmm. fucking yeah just gets a hold of Batman and just fucking breaks his back. It's Jesus. really intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super yeah. good stuff. Um, Which he did. In, yeah. the, in the film yeah true enough they did lean on that a little bit but it's not quite, yeah, yeah, yeah anyway that's neither here nor there <laughs> but yeah I, th- I think it's a great choice and hopefully hopefully somehow one of these DC movies isn't going to be a huge pile of shit I feel like this is the one maybe 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 the one hopefully it's Wonder, Wonder Woman 2 yeah, yeah I'm really pulling for those two films to work out totally we'll who knows um, who knows have you guys been watching anything? I watched a couple things. Yeah, I uh, a couple before things. we watch things, is there any other? I just won the. We lost Gene Wilder. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, and that's what my quote was from oh. the top there too. Uh, yeah. Oh man, this is just hurts this year me really uh, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. This was a big one for a lot of a lot of and yeah. I, like certainly you know I'm not gonna sit here and be all callous because I was I was not a huge fan or anything. Yeah. No, no. But when I it's very significant that he's gone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's been gone from the public eye for a very long yes. time. Yeah. Because he was suffering very silently with yeah. this yeah. You know, this Alzheimer's. But yeah. Uh, but yeah. It, it is a huge impact. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I, I like. Along with people like Steve Martin and like Bill Murray, yeah, like as a child, yeah, Enormous. the idea of comedy is so yep. like for me tied to Gene Wilder. Like, yeah, my yeah. dad showing me Steve Martin movies, John Candy movies, and then also we had a, a a cassette tape of Young Frankenstein when I was a kid. And if you watch that cassette tape, you, when you get to the part where the door is spinning around, and he's like, "Put your body in front of the door to yeah. block it," and he like gets crushed, yeah. like you can't watch Put that part. The candle yeah, back. you can't. You literally cannot see that part on my cassette tape because yeah, yeah, all yeah. I was doing was stopping, rewinding, stopping, rewinding mm-hmm. of that scene. It's just so baked yeah, into yeah. like masturbating and furiously. Just right? it. Yeah. <laughs> candle, yeah. Put the candle back slowly. Yeah, yeah just yeah. like watching that movie. Laughing my ass off, and I like I liked that he had so like yeah very much an identifiable Gene Wilder thing, but there yes. were a couple different. It wasn't just one thing. Like there is the thing that he does in the Mel Brooks movies, and like I'm not I'm so hot and cold with Mel Brooks, and even yeah. the ones I like because he yeah. throws so many jokes at the wall. It's yeah, just, not everything's gonna work. But he, like there's the way he approached being in those films and like yeah. how he how he performs in yeah. Young Frankenstein which is so awesome and like I, I think my favorite scene in the whole movie is the beginning yes. in the classroom oh I love the scalpel in the leg it's just so, so good so and measured and fantastic and manic at times it's, it's I, got a, such a wonderful little if I have to journey. concede anything it's it's the it's when he takes his hand away and yeah. looks. Oh, yeah, that is that's pretty <laughs> so good. Yeah, and there's a sly confidence that, that he just murders in mm-hmm. Blazing Saddles. And I'm not a gigantic 
fan of Blazing Saddles. A little bit too just <laughs> hammy. <laughs> but uh, then, you you know, I really, I love the, they aren't all great movies by any means, but I love his Richard Pryor yeah. films because I love Silver Streak, which Richard Pryor is only in about 15 minutes. Of, yeah. And that was the first time they were together and everyone went, oh, yeah. oh this is great. Yeah. You know, those two, holy fuck. Uh, but like, I grew up watching Stir Crazy yeah. over and over and over and over and over, and over, which isn't really a great movie, but there's this like, I feel like all of those movies are, are really funny throughout but yeah. yeah they're like oh these are spotty when you go back to them yeah, like, yeah. they're the, well, I, they're yeah, the kind watched, of movie uh, that well, you just, can i think that comedy back then with the exception of things like the soccer brothers and stuff yeah. yeah those types of comedies were just a lot more measured yeah they didn't have to have joke after joke after joke so no. they didn't yeah um it, like like something like fletch you know it's it, it's, yeah. it's it's trying to a have a plot movie. as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 so yeah circus is kind of in that same yeah. ballpark as fletch Definitely. Where it's yeah. got it's got some grittiness and shit like yeah. the way they go to jail is not not great. exactly light like yeah. it doesn't feel fun like a jail seems scary <laughs> yeah, yeah. maybe it's because gene wilder's there and he's just got this that's i love when he plays blind sweetness yeah and that's like yeah. really what he nails down in those fucking richard Pryor I, movies I, yeah i can't i can never say he wasn't likable oh yeah, yeah, yeah there's a like there's a a weird sort of brightness to his face like just picturing even uh, like him in Young Frankenstein, I picture mm-hmm. like his face lit up, like yeah. his yeah. smile yeah, lights yeah. the frame, regardless yeah, yeah. of whether there's a light on the frame or not. Yeah. And 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 he's just so fucking. He was just such a brilliant for me performer. Yeah. Outside of even just being hilarious, like yeah. I feel like Willy Wonka and oh, Young man. Frankenstein, like these are performances that I would say are just amazing performances. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you go. I just uh, 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 his real name is Jerome Silberman, mm-hmm. and uh, in an interview uh, they asked him, "Oh, why'd you change your name?" And he's like, "I just I couldn't see Jerome Silberman playing Hamlet, <laughs> but well, now that you mention it, I can't really see Gene Wilder playing Hamlet either." <laughs> <laughs> I was like that's great, man. yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's still a lot of movies that he was in that I want to go search out. I've never yeah. seen. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's like reputation is that it's a great movie, yeah. but I always wanted to see uh, Sherlock Holmes's smarter other brother oh, or whatever, yeah, just because yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah. title. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a million years, yeah. but I loved it when I was young. Frisco yeah. Kids, a good one with yeah. uh, Harrison Ford's in there, and um, yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Yeah, there's and there's some spotty but watchable stuff from the '80s, yeah. like uh, Lady in Red and mm-hmm. well, Lady in Red, Woman in Red, mm-hmm. uh, Woman, Woman in Red, I think, Woman in Red, yeah. Lady in Red's the song. Yeah. Lady in Red's <laughs> yeah. song. I'd like to do a selection from a now. Kind of why I was segueing into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Super bummer. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. It's, it's very, and just to put a little uh, a little button on there, um, it, it, my my first reaction, and not because like I was never like a massive fan or anything, was was sort of a sweet one because I remember back in the eighties, my mom used to buy People magazine all the time. Yeah, and I remember uh, the the People magazine with Gilda Radner on the front. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and uh, and I remember reading that article because uh, I just vaguely at that point knew what Saturday Night Live was, but right. I knew she was a part of it. Yeah. Um, and reading just how, you know, you know, they were that couple, you know, like yeah. they were the like yeah. the couple that was just meant for each other or made for each yeah. other kind of thing. And and I and and I remember being profoundly upset knowing that that she died and left 
and, and, and you know like and and that didn't exist that kind of like love didn't exist yeah, in the world yeah. anymore uh and, and it was a it was a, a an odd and confusing thing for me for sure yeah. it really affected me when i was young as well it yeah. just it was seemed so completely unfair yeah and not right yeah you know? and and i was like oh I, I guess the world does this and that and that was like kind of a confusing thing for me yeah. so like yeah. i guess my first thought when i found out that gene wilder was dead and i, I you know I, I don't know what i believe past this life or anything yeah. but i was like yeah. you know what if you choose to believe it this way it's nice to think that him and gilda are together again sure Totally. So that made yeah, yeah. that there was like a little bit of sweetness for uh, in it for me, which yeah. was nice. Maybe they're in some kind of heaven doing yeah. some coke with Richard Pryor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there's a god, if there's hey, man, a god, uh, heaven coke, great, <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> what do you think these clouds are made of? <laughs> the street value of these yeah, clouds. Yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, it's a uh, 2016 just man, running around punching ruthless year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I don't know that uh, it's a proven scientific fact or not, but I'm pretty sure David Bowie was holding the universe together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of sweet, I want to really quickly uh, mention a movie. Um, my quote was from it. I watched Troop Beverly Hills for the first time this week. I saw, I saw on Letterboxd, you gave it like three and a half three and stars. Three and a half stars. And I was like, what? Dude, this Troop Beverly Hills is fucking delightful. Uh-huh. Shelley Long is so funny in it. And, uh, it is a great, like, underdog kind of 80s comedy, even though it was made in, 19- in the early 90s. 91 or something, um, yeah. It was made by... Is it from 91? Yeah, wow, I think so. it seem like that. Um, mm-hmm. the, the it guy... seems like 88. It seems yeah, firmly planted totally. it's in really, it's It's really tied with some of the creators of Revenge of the Nerds, so it has that kind huh. of like, oh, it's not snobs versus slobs, but it's kind of like, oh, the headmaster versus the, the like, outcasts. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say it is a way better movie than Revenge of the Nerds, Way better. All right. Um, she in, doesn't rape anyone. Yeah. yeah are, no. Uh, by virtue of the no, fact that it's not terrific. hateful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's such a what a sad moment that was as an adult watching like oh Revenge of the Nerd. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> hey, wait. They put cameras in those girls. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Oh, that's hey, illegal. You know what? These guys are monsters. These guys are fucking horrible. <laughs> yeah. I hope these jocks kick their asses. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Get those nerds. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I was nerds. in the... They just want to see you girl naked. <laughs> yeah. Maybe sleep with her without her knowing. <laughs> yeah. God. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, I don't really have too much to say. Uh, Troop Beverly Hills is not an especially well-made movie by any stretch uh, <laughs> of the visual. Ima- like, it's not like a, you're not going to find anything here. I just I thought it was so funny. There's yeah. so much good humor in it. I just had such a good time yeah. watching this movie. It was yeah. like there have been so many times recently where I've been thinking, I just want a nice 80s movie. I just want like a fun mo-. Like, I've been in that mood. For sure. And then to put this one on and just be like... There's like great people in it. Everybody's funny in it. The kids are funny. It's just it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. It, ma- it made me seeing your uh, your take on it. It made me go like, "Fuck, I gotta go back." Oh yeah, I just yeah. made the choice. I'm like, yeah. well, I gotta watch that. Yeah, it's immediately. funny. It's funny. <laughs> Put it on the weekend in the morning or something. It's don't really, tell yeah. me when to okay, watch it. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me when to enjoy Shelley Long. Yeah, and I 
I like I when I went back and watched Cheers for the first time a couple of years ago, I was just I didn't realize how funny Shelley Long is mm. and she's so she's funny in this. Fucking phenomenal. Yeah. And I think that yeah. that was the problem was that everybody just like she was so firmly cemented as oh, Diane Chambers. Diane, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, it was not a uh, yeah. easy road for, into film for her. No, and she and thought it, were it, like, and no she thanks. was sure it was going to be. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's, <laughs> weird. <laughs> it's just weird because this movie is funny. And yeah. I guess I can understand at the time, like, this kind of a movie was just for critics. Like, okay, I've seen them all kind of thing. Right. But, like, I don't know. It's funny and it doesn't have that. It, it I don't know. There's a weird. It does. There. I read a review by Roger Ebert, and he was saying like, "Oh, why doesn't this movie have like a satirical edge about like the rich kids and the rich lady leading them?" And that's why I liked it so much is that it mm. isn't being like, like she's kind of dim-witted and into fashion and stuff, but it also isn't like, "Look at these idiots." It's like, yeah, yeah. it's a very sweet movie, yeah, and they are kind of being outcasted and being underdogs and they get it in the end and and it's just very sweet and i liked that i didn't want it to be sort of like the rich people Mm. like (laughs) it didn't need that so that's why i think i liked it so much yeah yeah you don't always need that yeah totally good what did you guys watch this week Hmm. i had a strange viewing uh experience well not strange viewing experience but a diverse uh experience Uh uh-huh uh, I watched, uh, we, we sort of wanted to sit down and have like a family, you know, B, B's not old enough to fully appreciate yeah. movies or yeah, anything yeah, yeah, like yeah. that, but we wanted to sort of have a family uh, thing and Lord knows I dominate, uh, movie night when, <laughs> uh, you know, when it's time. So, uh, there's a movie that, uh, that Maya used to watch with her sister and her sister had since uh, passed on. Um, there was a movie that they used to love and, and watch together, and so she wanted to sort of share it with not only me, but share it with B as well. Yeah. We watched the Disney movie Mulan. Okay. Oh, yeah. Have either of you seen no, it? No, I've never seen Mulan. It's fucking wonderful. I actually yeah. haven't. No, it, <laughs> I think I saw it when I was really, when it, like when it came out, but yeah. I have vague memories of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so sweet and, and so just like... I, I don't know. I, I was never a big Disney, f- yeah, like a big no. Disney like fan kind of thing. Like I no, never really had like a favorite Disney movie or anything like that until the you know the Pixar thing started. Yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Thing. See, I like like the late seventies, early eighties ones, like the jungle. Well, I guess some of that sixties, but like the Jungle Book and yeah. like the Rescuers. And that yeah, shit. And I, I watched think, that when I was a kid. And liked that stuff a lot. Yeah, yeah I, I, I was big into those movies like uh, Lion King. Yeah, and, yeah. but we, and, me and Casey were in high school. Yeah, when that shit was going yeah, on. It yeah, was like that's so, stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but, I only but I feel like yeah. I feel like <laughs> Mulan was one of the ones that people really liked at the time, but didn't get that like as much of a lasting impression. No, like, no. Yeah, yeah, no. And I think people sort of had like some problems with it or something like that. Because, you know, there's a couple of, of uh, you know, just straight up white people playing Asian people. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, there's a lot of, like, I, I think it was one of the first movies where there was like, hey, let's try to get, you know, the actual people who, you know, like the actual ethnicity mm-hmm. of these people. So, you know, you, you, you've got a lot of, uh, B.D. Wong is in it. Yeah. Uh, you've got James huh. Hong. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, like a lot of the sort of usual suspects yeah, yeah, when it yeah. comes to I Asian. I like B.D. Uh, Wong a lot. Like, oh, he's, and he's great. Yeah. And he's just like a, a prince kind of guy, you know, like he's just like, uh, the, the hero kind of guy. And he, yeah. And he's great. Um, but it's it's really sweet. the The music is not overbearing or anything. Like I, it, that was always my biggest problem. Is like I just uh, I don't give don't a fuck songs. about any of the singing or <laughs> yeah, anything yeah. like that. Um, 
but uh, but the songs weren't intrusive, and some of them were actually quite sweet. And yeah, and how was the he animation? Got up and danced to some of them. Cool. She oh my god, really loved. I like she it. Loves dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, she really. Uh, uh, she seemed the parts that she, you know, was uh, paying attention to when she wasn't trying to chew on my ear. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She uh, she seemed to to like it, and it was just it was such a maybe it was just like a really lovely experience for me. Yeah. Because like it was such a family kind of experience, yeah. but. Mm. Uh, but man, it it's it was so sweet and so heartwarming. Nice, yeah, really yeah. nice, so awesome. Good. Yeah, I cool. I was into that uh, Disney period, and I feel like it's a good period visually. I feel like it's beautiful. Uh, they they were really starting to get into that hybrid sort of a computer some uh, computer some uh, yeah. yeah. And I think that was a good visual period. For oh me. yeah, and it, and it really works to great effect yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, oh, and uh, Eddie Murphy is just. Uh, this is probably <laughs> the last movie in which Eddie Murphy was really hilarious. Is that before <laughs> or after Bowfinger? Yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> oh, maybe yeah, it was because I think. Bowfinger. Oh no, this was '98. Yeah. So uh, oh, it was sorry. like the same year, <laughs> isn't yeah, it? Yeah, probably '99. Around yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. boy, Bowfinger. Bowfinger's good. I haven't yeah, seen yeah. Bowfinger in. in too long it's for, still for however funny. So for how good. much i, I love, that, love that movie that movie's funny yeah. Yeah. chubby rain yeah. <laughs> chubby rain <laughs> oh that yeah. is wonderful i think yeah, that yeah. movie is so good yeah. i remember walking out of the theater <laughs> and i was like great yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, it's so good. <laughs> would you would you would you be uh, comfortable cutting your hair? Ah, yeah, but it's usually best if someone else does it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I walked out of that when I saw it in the theater, and I was just like, "Oh fuck, Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy yeah. are funny again!" Yay! Yeah, no, sorry, we're uh, yeah. yeah, that was, was a one off. Yeah, what a yeah. Off. Boy, what a great movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Greg, what have you watched this uh, week? Anything? Well, uh, I saw some things. Yeah, uh, I watched The Tick. Oh, oh, yeah. Watched the pilot of The Tick. Yeah, um, and I was really just so kind of like nervous to watch it almost because yeah. I'm like, don't suck, please don't suck. And also, I was like, I don't even know if I want this to exist because what's the point? The cartoon is so perfect. The comic book is so perfect, and like the because the car the cartoon nails the comic book. Yeah, you know, and I I I'm a I suck that I cannot think of the guy's name who does the voice of the tick, who's just one of the best voice performances of all time. Yeah, I feel like shockingly hilarious. When I think the tick, I think that voice. That voice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, which is it, one of the major drawbacks of the first live action tick. Yeah, it's kind of like. Yeah, this isn't why I like Patrick Warburton. No, no. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I was really kind of apprehensive to watch it, but then I looked at it, I was just I was about to watch it, and I was like, "How involved is well, like what's going on here?" Because the, I think one of the problems with the original, not original, the well, the original live action series was too many cooks in the kitchen fucking around with an idea. Yeah, because you had a lot uh, of writers. Yeah, lots and of writers. It was Barry Levinson, right? Was yeah, it Barry Levinson. I believe so. No, no, sorry, no, no, not no, Barry uh, Levinson. Uh, Barry Sonnenfeld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he again, he can be hit or miss. Sure. Townsend Coleman. Townsend, Townsend Coleman. Coleman is man alive. Tip. Yeah, genius. so good. Um, and so then I looked this up on IMDb, and this is one hundred percent written entirely by Ben Edlund. Uh, who is the comic book? Who is this? He wrote Damn. all of this. Oh shit! <clears throat> the, the new show. Yeah. Oh, they shit. just let him write it. Finally, you know, just like this is your jam. That's so. why Peter Serafinowicz did it. Right. Yeah. Sure. You got Ben Edlund in there, who's a fucking comic genius. Yeah. Uh, when you, if you read through uh, Tick comic books, they're so fucking hilarious and well and creative. 
But he like uh, you know when you would read comics, there'd be like the uh, advertisements and yeah. stuff. He would he drew a bunch of those too. So there's all these <laughs> weird ads. And the, like they're so great and hilarious. Like there's a hey kids, learn how to draw the tick. Yeah. First draw a circle, then bisect that circle, <laughs> then draw the tick holding a circle bisected by a line. <laughs> that kind of shit, man. Yeah. It's so good, you know. Um. So yeah, the whole thing is written by Ben Edlund, and I was like, okay, yeah, fucking hell, let's check it out. And so the it's got familiarity from the first issue of the tick and the first episode of the cartoon there's some things that are definitely there some lines absolutely the same um but it's definitely got a slightly darker vibe there's some there's a grown-up vibe to it that it's definitely echoing a little bit of what superhero things are like now yeah right um and i was really hesitant to kind of like let it go with it but i've only seen this one half hour pilot but it's pretty fucking terrific yeah yeah it is yeah and it looks good like i was kind of weirded out by how peter serfin looked in the costume the costume looked weird but i got very used to it very quickly yeah and he's not doing a Townsend Coleman thing. You can't. You cannot. Yeah. Uh, and he's certainly not doing a uh, uh, Patrick Warburton thing. He's doing his own thing with it that's really funny. And it's not not Townsend Coleman. Yeah. But he's like, that's been established. This this has to be a little bit of it. Well, yeah. because there's a certain amount of the character that is yeah. that that kind of wide-eyed bravado. Yeah, looking like off sweet into bravado. the sunset yeah. and, and, you know, yeah. a soliloquy about being a superhero. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, boy. <laughs> Which he certainly does. Uh, and, yeah, it's there in the, in the weird lines and stuff like that. And, you know, and, like, you're not going crazy. You're going sane in a, cra- in a crazy world. You know? <laughs> that kind of shit's all... And it, it's, just, it's shot well. The guy who plays Arthur... Perfect. Looks like Arthur. Oh, shit, like I was really? Like, he looks like as soon as he goes on camera, I'm like, yeah, that's Arthur. Right on, man. Wow. <laughs> Wonderful. <clears throat> and they've changed some things up, like who Dot is and how that works and stuff, but it's all there. And we haven't really seen any of the other heroes yet, except for like well, a little bit, but nothing. I don't know that we'll have Deflator Mouse, <laughs> you know. Uh, but I don't know that that's necessary anymore because that's that was mm, I just that was said. Deflator, Deflator Mouse is so amazing, much. but that's echoing a Somebody Deflator Mouse is Deflator echoing Mouse. a different thing of, of comic books in the eighties. Yeah, and, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the, the, the softer stuff, not like dark eighties. Um, and but yeah, it's uh, I'm down, man, and I'm I'm excited for more. Watch the pilot. Let me know what you guys think. Sweet. Or what people out there I think will. of this. But I thought it was crisp. It was there. I laughed at some shit out loud. Watching alone, <laughs> you know. So that's. Hard there you do. go, but yeah, I Sweet. get the, all the right people came to came, came together and went. Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. this. <laughs> only Ben Edlund writing, only Peter playing the tick. We got this guy to play Arthur. This is all going to work out. Yeah. Oh, and fucking uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley is playing oh, really? the villain in it. The terror. Really? Yeah. Oh man, and he's fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's some st- there's some stuff. Oh, wow. A, and it looks great. The production value on the show is fucking awesome. Sweet. So yeah, check it out. Uh, if you're a fan of the if you're a fan of the Tick, you'll be all right. Yeah, <laughs> nice. I and mean, if you're not, you're doing like Yeah, wrong. you'll probably be all right too. And then check it out. Read the comics, man. They're fucking funny. Really funny. And of course, watch the original cartoon series Yeah, cuz it's the oh, best man. thing in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, Casey? What? What else have you uh been Dan watching? Yeah, Dan. Well, I didn't really watch oh, much. Oh, that's what it is. Oh, there was just trying to do all the, the yeah. heavy lifting. Well, I watched one thing, and I wasn't <laughs> sure if I was going to bring it up because I feel like I don't know if I can have a conversation about it that isn't a super long conversation. Oh. But I did uh, watch 
the film Soul Man. Oh God! <laughs> yes, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas Howell. Have to talk about this. this yeah, is... because as I, as if I understand correctly from our conversations over social media, you loved it. Yes, <laughs> it's my favorite it's movie. It's your favorite yeah, yeah. movie. No, you uh-huh. loved but... the racial sensitivity. <laughs> yeah, very yeah. sensitive. Yeah, but so if you don't know what Soul Man is, it is the movie about. C. Thomas Howell, who uh, is unable to pay for his Harvard uh, University tuition, and he finds a loophole by uh, applying for a scholarship that is intended for a black man, and he uh, overdoses on, not overdoses, but he takes a bunch of experimental tanning pills to get his skin dark enough to be accepted in his scholarship. And I've seen the trailer like a million times, and I've talked about it before a million times about like how could this get made? Yeah. This is like the most offensive thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> and that's still true. Yes. But it was extremely hard for me to figure out how to like write a little re- capsule review of this on my letterbox because yeah. I was very entertained in many <laughs> moments of this movie because uh-huh. it's directed by Steve Miner and C. Thomas Howell isn't phoning in his comedic performance like he does in something like Secret Admirer. So there's a bunch of stuff in this movie that is very funny. Um, and there's a bunch of stuff in this movie that is very uh, insensitive, to say the least. Yeah. But at the, it, but it also is ne- <laughs> it, it, it also surprised me in that it wasn't... Like, I expected this movie, I think, to be accidentally hateful. Yeah. And instead, what I get is a, what you get when you watch Soul Man is an extremely misguided yeah. episode of a sitcom that got stretched out to an hour and a half. Right, right. Like, a, like, a, like there's tons of scenes in this movie that are just sitcom shit. Like, oh, he's in one room with his, his parents are in the other room and this girl's in the other. Oh, man. And that's yeah. dumb. Yeah. I just saw that on the OC not, yeah. uh, not yeah. too, too long ago. And it's like, oh, man, like yeah. you guys could like you seem to want no, to yeah. talk about these issues. I don't think issues. it's a hateful movie by any means, but it's it's like it's woefully it's, ignorant. Oh, it's <laughs> absolutely. But at yeah. the same time, I will say this about Soul Man. All of the racial comedy that they are trying, almost all of the racial comedy <laughs> they're trying to do is very clearly placed upon the head of the bigots in the movie yeah well for sure like they are like you don't this movie isn't i don't know i i guess i was surprised that even that 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 soul man even had the awareness to at the end of the movie have c thomas howell say like james james uh earl jones is like i guess you learned a lot more about being black than you thought you would or something and and c thomas howell was like no like how could i have ever learned anything about this if i could just get out if things got too like too scary for me Mm. and i was like wow that's that is i was like okay you have this horrible conceit that is brown (laughs) brown face but i have to attempt and and full disclosure i have the privilege to be able to look at a movie like soul man and say oh well this is offensive but i laughed over here so i'll look at the laugh and Uh, there's i thought you were gonna say full disclosure i have uh, done this before (laughs) (laughs) no but like i i 100 percent know that like i'm coming from a place of privilege be it by being able to say like it's just a lark and i had some fun watching this whereas a lot of people cannot say soul man is just a funny little footnote it's just totally a thing that should not have been made yeah but at the like, same time, if you came up with some good jokes or not, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't. Yeah, but this I is not a vehicle but that at the can same exist. time, I feel like who, as a movie fan, who am I to say like 
I have to say no to Soulman, which, as misguided as it is, is attempting to make these points, even if half of the movie is dumb sitcom stuff. But then, like, turn around and watch, like, I don't know, like some 80s sex comedy or something, Hard Bodies mm. or something, or Ski School, where they're, like, dropping F-bombs and telling homos to get out of here and, like, yeah. and being, like, legitimately bold-faced hateful hateful and not realizing that it's wrong whereas this movie clearly knows racism is wrong and is misguided in its attempt to tell that yeah but i think it it came at at sort of like the crossroads of of social commentary and it being okay to poke fun at yeah yeah yeah, yeah. at, at that at not racism but at races you know and 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 it I could definitely see how this was made. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it doesn't blow my mind that somebody made this movie because I'm like, no, I get how this could have seemed like just tongue in cheek enough yeah. Uh, yeah. To, to be able to tell. I go, no, no, no. But we're going to say at the end, no, we understand yeah. the difference and exactly. we understand why the, the, the ramifications of everything. Uh, even if it ends up just being like an after school special attempt of right. like a very special episode of Soul Man. That's what it feels like. <laughs> it feels like it feels like a yeah. sitcom forcing itself to become the message at the end of the movie. Yeah. Right. But at this but I just felt like I don't know. I watched the movie and was very entertained by a bunch of it. I laughed some really hard at a few scenes and was very conflicted and I felt like that experience of being super conflicted watching soul man was weirdly positive like i weirdly was like do you feel like it was intentional no i don't think so i think i think there's partially like a script where they were trying to do something like that and then partially a script they were like but we just need the easy teen laughs yeah like mistaken identities and whatever but i do feel like like it was a good script and then uh you know uh judd apatow judd apatow (laughs) all over it i don't know it, like I just you, you can see that there are moments where they're really specifically trying to say like this is a stereotype like there's a scene where the like two sort of like idiot white guys are fighting over him for the basketball team right, they're right. like he's obviously going to be amazing at right. basketball and he's like no I'm awful like I'm being honest with you and they don't like understand it and the whole scene the joke is on them it's like right. they their bigotry is ultimately the joke of this how like ridiculous it is for them to think this way yeah but then there's other scenes where it's just like you've just used this conceit to like get into the everyone's in the house and i gotta run around oh no so it's it's like yeah but i just i don't know i I weirdly had an interesting experience and i feel like i've been thinking about it for days and i don't think that that's something to i don't know like i oddly feel like it was a good experience to go look at something that like shouldn't have happened yeah, and pick through it and be like, okay, There's what's going on here? here that are yeah. Well, I think that that's enough. that's like again, and or even this just is putting too fine a point on uh, on Soul Man. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, but I, I I sort of appreciate that because that's always been my problem with with when, when people talk about not just races but sexes and um uh, you know bipartisan government like there's always a fu- like this is how it this is how republicans are republicans are fucking dicks they all want to shoot you in the face all the time steal your money <laughs> and kill all the mexicans uh yeah. or, or like you know like oh feminists are all cold bitches and blah 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 blah, blah or men are all fucking mm-hmm. th- you know this or whatever like uh, it's those kind of like boxes that people 
are put into kind of thing. If you can, if you can watch something like Soul Man that is a little bit divisive and take the interesting, yeah. you know, the interesting positive things away from it, yeah. I think that that's kind of an evolved thing. Yeah, and even just like, I don't know, like people are teaching fucking Birth of a Nation in school still, and like you have to look at that movie and be like, this is a piece of hateful propaganda right mm-hmm. and think about what was going on at the time like you're confronted by you like the what was going on and i feel like when i when we watch 80s movies we're con- i'm constantly confronted by yeah awful things and when i watch yeah, yeah. like like emma doesn't really understand why it's fun for me to watch 80s movies when like she'll watch them and they'll be like really hateful towards women and she's like this is uncomfortable like how are you able to parse through this? You but know part what I of mean? The fascination, I think, is watching it as a historian. You know what I mean? Like watching it and going like... Indeed, Hot Dog the movie does yeah. have it. But you do have to kind of understand like... Let's uh, Hot Dog the film. Yeah, I would say. Hot Dog the film. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. I know what you mean. Like ultimately, we have to look at something as a product of the time. Yeah, and, like it's yeah. nice to be able on. to look at that and go that's disgusting now yeah it's nice that that's disgusting now and it's not all over the place you no, know, but it's, like, it's crazy when you go as you go through 80s movies when you, you have a little step away from them and you yeah. kind of see them as an adult or whatever it is uh how much out of control sexism and oppression yeah. there is in them and how much out of control homophobia there yeah. is where it's, it's it's beyond even just homophobia it's just rampant use of the language yeah. like it's just a-o fucking k yeah um, it's crazy man yeah yeah it's, it's, it's <laughs> and i didn't bananas. know and i didn't know back then the separation between oh well you can call someone a fag and then and then still be okay with gay people kind of thing yeah you know those are two those are two separate things yeah, yeah because yeah. like th- that was a that was sort of like a prevalent thought oh no like i'm cool that gay people exist kind of thing i think the prevalent thought too was like well just don't do it in my backyard kind of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. but then but but like th- as time goes on or, or like sexism is like oh well you know I, I can believe that women should be paid the same and everything like that but i can you know it's still crazy bitches kind of thing yeah, yeah. like uh, like the, the older you get and the more you see that or the more you go back on a movie and see that and go oh there wasn't a separation like yeah. like the, this yeah. caused this yeah um and and again i think it's so interesting to go back and, and watch that like birth of a nation like it's what a crazy embarrassing thing yeah that film that like the 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 whole history of film has such a yeah, it's an like based awful upon. yeah like has such an awful uh, part of the beginning yeah, kind of thing. yeah. Uh, you know it's 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 yeah you know i can sit here as just like totally. a fucking privileged white guy and go exactly what? and that was what i think my experience with soul man was was why it was so interesting to to like again put a bow on it because right. i in the process of being able to watch an entertaining 80s movie that also was offensive and also trying not to be offensive and how conflicting that made it feel i was also confronted with like Oh, I can do this, and yeah. not everybody can. Yeah. yeah, and that made me think. And ultimately, maybe Soul Man didn't mean that, but I still ended up thinking. So, how does that make me feel about this experience? Watching it's just I was just very like looping around in my mind, like ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> yeah. Damn it, Dan Gorman. Now I have to watch Soul Man. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> now, so what? I have to go away from here and watch <laughs> Troop Beverly Hills and Soul Man. Hey, well, I watched. Quit ruining my yeah. life, Dan Gorman. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, why not? 
Fuck. Yeah, it's, that's crazy. It's a weird thing that happened. And you were right. It did uh, It did give way to a, a, a much longer conversation <laughs> yeah. than yeah, maybe yeah. Soul Man should, but yeah. it was an interesting conversation. No, no, no. Listen, anytime Soul Man has come up, if someone doesn't know what it is or <laughs> does, like, listen. They, yeah. uh, there's usually a, a fair, yeah. there's at least five to Emma ten minutes. Emma had never of, heard of it. That yeah. was part of the reason why we ended up watching it, because sure. I showed her the trailer, and she was like, we have to watch this. How yeah. is this for real? Totally. Yeah. How is this not a joke? Totally. Like, not yeah, yeah, yeah. fake. How is this not a way in And I was like, yeah, and I was like, well, I've actually never seen it. Yeah, yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Anything else? Yeah. Uh, before we yeah, get I, to I got a I, yeah. I just got a couple more. Sorry, you go. Oh, is, it, is it me now? It's you. I think oh. it's you. Well, hey, okay. Speaking of divisive, uh I watched the first episode of uh The Get Down. Okay. Which uh Casey hated. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And Dan you kind of liked but were, were like unsure and then yeah. you've gotten further into the I show. I finished I finished it this week and I don't love it, but I think that there's lots to like about it throughout. Yeah, um, yeah I wasn't really sure what uh, to expect at all turning it on for the first time because we, we talked a lot about... Oh yeah, we kind of uh, skirted around it a bit and more like what expectations can be yeah. for the show or whatever like that. So I really didn't know what I was getting into yeah. by turning it on. And I had no idea about the uh, how all over the place the themes are yeah. and the... Uh, uh, the look of it, it mm-hmm. jumps from scene to scene. What kind of like tone is happening? Totally, it's it, really. I was jarred a few times. Definitely, and it's a super long first episode. Yeah, it's like an hour and a half. It's a yeah, movie. it's yeah. A, it's a little movie that's just fucking in. It's to, so scattershot. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So and I was really thrown off by some of it, and was like, "Why? Well, I don't want to." I was. I thought we were going. Now we're. Uh, yeah. So I felt very. But when I got to the end of it, I think I'm like, oh, I'm, okay, I want some more. Yeah. Because I think I, I think I like the weird painting you're giving me. It was like, because I feel like I'm sort of watching West Side Story. Yes. Oh, I'm yeah. There's, of, there's everything that I hate about the movie of West Side Story. Uh, <laughs> I hated yeah. about this. All right. Well, I kind of liked it, though. Because yeah. I'm like, well, this looks really weird. I'm like, okay, I'm not getting the TV show I think I wanted this yeah. show to be. But that's yeah. fine. I'll let this be whatever it is. Yeah. And I really like that lead kid. Yeah, I think he's a really good actor. Really good. Yeah, I really all this like stuff. That, that lead was, girl too. Yeah, they're very good. That yeah, was so the, the reason thing. I, I liked kept. their thing so when much. When she was singing, I yeah. was like, "Boy, that was great, right?" Oh, just do yeah, this. And for where the next that stuff goes is really cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm interested. Yeah, uh, the first episode is definitely the weakest. Yeah, the, yeah. Okay, great. I'm gonna keep going because I was like, I'm curious enough. I want to know what this weird uh, like it just i kind of because i was put off by the switch and tone constantly oh it's it's crazy until i was just like this show doesn't give a fuck what i no. think about that <laughs> it <laughs> really like, doesn't yeah, and like, part of the reason i fucking hate baz lerman so much. no <laughs> and i think that the rest of the show does a really good job of that all over the map stuff because yeah. like this show will jump from real archival footage to like yeah. Yeah. digitized stuff to yeah. hyper realized stuff to not like Fant- some fantasies like and i think i don't know it the, the part of that was why it was interesting to me yeah <laughs> like there and was, the soundtrack was great yeah you will yeah. get tired of hearing uh vitamin c i will by not can. i will not i know but you might <laughs> you trust nope. i i 
Trust me. Nope. I nope. love that song, and I yeah, every time it came amazing. on, I was like, yeah. No, man. And then by halfway through the season, you'll be, it's like three times in every episode, you'll be like, I don't care. No, I don't think so, man. I love that song, too. so good. But I just definitely, the drummer from Can I know, Not only is he one of the best drummers ever for that kind of music, or maybe just ever, but the way the drums are recorded so good. And Can's music is... Ugh. Yeah, I feel well, like the show amazing. is so good that you're talking about a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's a significant song in hip hop. Uh, the birth of hip hop. Uh, yeah. the, the sample of that is yeah. big. Anyway, uh, the stuff with the, that this show goes into with like the sampling and their yeah. crew and their rap shows and stuff is just a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm and, very yeah, yeah, super curious. And yeah, his his poetry, his poem yeah. that he recites for his teacher uh, or whatever there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, very good. That's yeah. a great scene. Yeah. And that's where I was like, yeah, because I, I liked his thing anyway, but then his delivery of that, I was like, yeah, this kid knows what he's doing. He can really yeah. fucking act. Yeah. So. No, I think there's a lot of interesting stuff. I want to hear what you think of the rest of the Yeah, I'm going to keep sure. going. I'm totally curious. I, I watched through and it I'm like, very hey, slow. Hey, Jimmy Smith still working. Yeah. Very good, man. Give it up. <laughs> I feel like I, I, I wanted Jimmy Smith's character because he's, he's just peering over over the top. Well, he was uh, where I got turned off. Oh, really? When he popped up, I was like, this has got a really weird energy. Yeah. yeah. Like that whole scene. It does scene. have a weird energy. And, and I was like, I don't I... want this. I want the, I like our little yeah. fucking guy in love with the girl and the music and stuff like that. What are we doing here? Why is this shot like this? What the fuck is going on? Why is he acting like that? Yeah. But then I'm like, I kind of I think settling that... into it and I'm, I'm, I'm okay, I guess. Yeah. I feel like they placed a lot of expectations on the, the hip hop section of the story yeah when yes. the, the show is really about more than just that world it's like new york it's, yeah, it's all these totally different pockets new york. of new That's york so there's on. disco they even get yeah, into yeah. the like the free love like freak um like disco freak kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah. uh unchained sexuality stuff and like that was just about to happen it's like there's all these things that are happening and and i really liked how it skittered around between yeah. them all yeah. yeah cool i'm gonna watch more Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Just saw a news item on my uh, on my phone here. Uh, oh yeah. Some breaking news, guys. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you go to modernsuperior.com to find that news? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm going to write this when I get home. Great. Put it up. No, I'm not. Just Chris Brown's been arrested again. Uh, oh, for, I saw. Uh, pulling a gun on his uh, girlfriend, I guess. Uh, anyway, uh, I, what a turd. I saw like the little like uh, ticker on the subway said like Chris Brown arrested or something, and I just thought like how obvious does this kind of shit need to be like he's literally been in the news multiple times for assaulting people yeah specifically and women wh- and why is any of it okay like why wh- is it okay i understand that fame gets you out of things but yeah why, why yeah. is he famous i don't understand i don't know a single song yeah. i don't but know people, what his people thing who is. know his songs know his songs Do they? i think it's like an r kelly situation i mean i've heard of his songs i know i've heard one before but i just don't remember it because it wasn't good no but i think generations like but but i mean like look at uh, speaking of birth of a nation to tie this all back yeah. in to to jump right back into the weird uh race conversation yeah but like you know uh, uh the the new birth of a nation uh movie that, that that's coming mm-hmm. out uh directed by um i can't remember his name nate uh nate parker, parker. uh who has been uh 
uh, was charged and then acquitted of uh, of rape charges mm-hmm. and with uh, the screen the screenwriter as well the screenwriter was... as well yeah mm. um, and everybody was in a uproar uproar about it um, screenings of it were canceled and everything yeah. and I'm like good let's not fucking uh let let's not glorify a rapist here but let's let uh, woody allen keep working yeah, yeah like what the fuck like yeah. there's so many name talented people in his upcoming movies why is everybody not just fucking like completely fucked off on this yeah, yeah, yeah. On this fucking i feel guy. like we got into this pretty heavy uh, when his last big movie came yeah. out and everyone was it was just because something else had come up in the news about it and it just I, yeah, well, I don't yeah understand. His, son, his son came right. out Right. Yeah. And, and was like, uh, hey, uh, my father's a monster, everyone. Yeah. yeah. Let's fucking. And then everybody. And then most of the news was like, did you see Woody Allen's son? He's so cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I oh, fuck uh, the it's world. It's very confusing. Yeah. I don't know how anyone can like, feel okay about it. Yeah. yeah. And be like, yeah, I'll do your picture. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, yeah, hairy situation. <laughs> if I can yeah, slide yeah. over uh, uh, to a different side of this uh, yeah. yes, uncomfortable yes, race yes, conversation yes. that we're having, mm-hmm. uh, I watched uh, three or four episodes of a television show uh-huh. called American Crime. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. I saw a, that on Netflix and I thought, what is that? And then yeah. I didn't watch it. It's very confusing. Yeah. Because, <laughs> um, well, first of all, it's confusing because of, of what it is and how it is placed um it's called american crime yes and it's an anthology show where every season will be its own story that unfolds it's a right. uh, uh, network show right it is abc uh there's a it's gritty there's a lot of swearing and stuff yeah, like yeah. that ooh. um mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like ooh, i'm titillated uh, <laughs> but it, it, it very much deals with uh, violence and race in america yeah. okay um but there's also a show called American Crime Story. Yeah, that is every season um, is uh, it's an anthology show. Yeah, or every season it's also this show American Crime does a thing where it uses the same actors from season to season. Yeah, I'm like okay, so obviously it, it uh, you know saw American yeah, Horror yeah, Story yeah, yeah. and that, but there's two shows that are the same thing yeah. that are called virtually the same thing. Yeah. yeah really weird yeah so i watched this show anyway it's really entertaining yeah now it's it's uh um like i say like a study of sort of races uh uh all involved in in this one crime kind of thing yeah uh and uh, the white people are the people who the crime happened against a white guy was killed and uh you know there's mexican people involved there's black people involved um it's uh I'm, it's very entertaining. I'm not far enough into it to to get a real feel for it yet. Yeah, yeah. But it just feels and and to our American listeners, I don't mean this as a slight. It feels very American. Yeah. Um. Like it feels very like. Look what we're talking about. We're talking about race in a very gritty way. Now it's uh, created by John Ridley, uh, who's a black man. Yeah. Um. And it's. <sighs> There's things about it that don't quite make it for me. Like it's it's a little showy, um, yeah. but and there's some god awful acting. 
But right. I think I'll watch the rest of it. Okay. Like, it's, yeah. it's entertaining enough. Like, because I want to see if this completely is it on goes Netflix? south. Yeah. It is on Netflix. I, yeah, I yeah. saw it on Netflix, and I, I, I was similarly confused with the title, and then I looked at it, and it was about, like, a crime, and it was, and I thought, maybe I'll watch this. But then I then I kind of was put off that it was ABC, because I thought, oh, maybe this isn't, like, what I'm thinking, and so I'm just going to keep scrolling. Well, that's yeah. the funny thing, is that it very much feels like an ABC show. Like, it feels like, um, like, it's like... America, yeah. uh, but also like, but it's gritty and scary, yeah. and racism is a real problem. Yeah, uh, but it's yeah. There, there's something about it that feels inauthentic. Like, I, I don't know if it's just because of Twitter and stuff like that. That when Americans talk about the problems in America, I'm like, but you're not doing anything about it. Like that fucking scumbag. What that that date raping scumbag? Uh, Which yeah. one? Uh, yeah. Well, fucking exactly. The one, I know. I can't remember Brock the name. Turner. He, Brock Turner. Brock yeah. Turner. Yeah. He's uh, only serving half of his sentence. Yeah, he's out for yeah. Uh, oh, and that's not sorry. exactly date rape. Uh, <laughs> he did. Uh, oh no, sorry, not date yeah, rape. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just rape rape. That's just yeah, straight um, up as rape and uh, uh, uh so he's just serving half a sentence because who fucking cares yeah whatever the media's done with that story let's just let him out um yeah it's crazy so so there's something that feels inauthentic but maybe it's just because i got a big chip on my shoulder with everything that's happened in the states you know for, for the past little yeah. while mm-hmm. again to qualify it I'm not mad at Americans. I just don't like the way America treats Americans. It's just hard. It's hard to see. And I know that like we don't fully understand by not living there and stuff. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's hard to see the same thing in the news over and over again and be like, what's going on? I had this long conversation on Twitter with a a fella, like a filmmaker from Mexico. Uh, We were talking about because I wrote that, uh, you know, basically just sort of anti-patriotism yeah and he had a problem with that and he was talking about well you know patriot well yeah you can say that because you're from canada you have no national identity and i'm like oh but that's interesting because canada's national identity is not necessarily built on you know just blind patriotism and yet mm. sometimes it is oh yeah very uh, much so you know but at the same time it's built on well you know i don't want to get into it yeah sure. kind of thing but i had this whole long conversation over twitter which was weird yeah, yeah. Uh, with this fella and it was really interesting and he made a lot of really interesting points about patriotism you know, binding uh, a lot of diverse people, yeah, uh, yeah. Give, giving totally. them one sort sure, of umbrella sure. to, to, to live under. Uh, but at the same time, I mean, I'm like, yeah, but like, look at the, fl- like that. It's like, you know, democracy or capitalism. It's something that uh, I've had a lot of coffee. Yeah, uh, it, it, you know, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's something that in theory, blah, blah, yeah. blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, There's just a lot of like fucked up stuff going on in the States. And as an American, uh, yeah. you know, I, growing up, there's a lot of American patriotism that was very positive. And uh, it still is. And most of the, the, the patriotic Americans that, uh, that I've ever been around, uh, either in my family or otherwise, are pretty level-headed and, and think of the country in a good way because yeah. of what it means and what it should mean. Yeah. And there's just a lot of problems with laws that need to change. And a lot of there's a lot of change in the world going on right now. And a lot of things have changed in America over the last 15 years, 16 years. Uh, that's really made things either come to light or difficult for people in a lot of different situations. So a lot of things that were kind of like lightly being able to handle or uh, were able to kind of brush aside or not put a focus on, it's all just the mess is too big under the covers right now. So it's there's a lot of clash happening, and it's not necessarily that it's all just America's fault or something like that, or or and just that it's not one government's yeah. fault. It, it's, that it's not happening in just yeah. one country where the government is corrupt because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just not like that. No, no, of course, everyone's there's a lot of fucked up stuff all over the fucking place. But it's America is the uh, 
Yeah, that's your that's your A list cast right there. That's your uh, you know the focus is well, all going to be pointed there. And when there are problems and they're enormous like they are in America now, like this is yeah, it's a very it's a very difficult time, and it's a very difficult time if you live there. You feel like there's a lot of animosity coming your way that maybe you didn't hear or see before. There's also a lot of that where the the window to the world is a lot wider. Yeah, uh, for well, everyone. Well, now. that's the thing too, right? And there's more people joining the conversation, more people with a yeah. voice, and more people who who uh, you know. Maybe I'm not going to say shouldn't have a voice yeah. or shouldn't have a, a, a social platform because everybody should have a social platform. But when you do, when everybody does, it's chaos. Mm-hmm. And that chaos is just like you say, it's a much wider window now. Yeah. 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 Uh, but anyway, you know, um, it's an entertaining show. Also, I watched Star Wars Force Awakens again for yeah. the uh, 11th time. <laughs> yeah, it's very nice. Good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guys, I love that movie in a way that uh, I'm not even 100% sure I'm comfortable with. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in love with it. Also, I watched The Making of it again. Fair enough. Uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Um, It's American. It's great. (laughs) Yeah. America gave us Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Many good things. Yeah. Yeah. It's frustrating as an American. Uh, Just uh, better is deserved. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, By uh, the American people. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And anyway. also, not all Republicans are the fucking worst people no, in the no, world. No, no, no. Many, so many, many Democrats are terrible. Yeah, <laughs> are just awful. And don't fucking uh, you know practice yeah, yeah, what yeah. they preach. And and it, I would like to, you know I'd like, like, like to see, there's so much craziness with the politics of America. Going, I don't want to. Do, this is a movie podcast, but <laughs> uh, there's so much craziness that this could really. F- fuck up the Republican Party very deeply for yeah. a very long time. And yeah. maybe that's good. Maybe we can really kind of get away from this one, this kind of two-headed race always yeah. of just bullshit where it's all like they're all doing the same thing anyway, just like it's, it's a different colored shirt, essentially, you know? <laughs> well, and like, because I mean, it switched because it used to be different. The Republicans, as we see them now, used to be the Democrats and vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a bunch of race stuff to fuck that shit up and then everyone switched parties and we're like, now we're this and you're that. Yeah. <laughs> that's how ludicrous it all is. And it all <laughs> yeah. is it's all just different hats yeah <laughs> um so hopefully with all the fucking madness that's going on now i don't know i don't see an immediate perfect fix by any means yeah. uh, it's gonna take time but hopefully this kind of unrest and shaking things up maybe trump's good in a way that things are gonna get so fucking shook up that we'll get a little bit better path coming out and we'll see something new yeah because it's yeah, never know. this thing is not working anymore yeah yeah and that's well, what it who is knows. fall of an empire who knows yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully it'll just be a real nice time yeah i'm just gonna i'm just gonna stay at home and watch star wars again. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway movies speaking of a nice time yeah. should we get on into film roulette mm-hmm. i got one real fast thing okay here's a delightful story okay uh, cheer everyone up yeah, yeah. Get, get, get us out of <laughs> this yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Get us uh, out of this three white guys talking about race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Meyer. boy. It's a long show. Um, I, I rewatched something uh, just real quick. Uh, I've talked about it on the show before. I'm quite certain, so I don't want to get too deep into it. Uh, Repo Man. Yes. Uh, I've seen him so many times. Oh, and uh, it's been a couple of years, and I, I, was try- I really wanted Athena to see it. She's never yeah. seen it before. Uh, and I've been trying for like a while. Like, you should watch Repo Man. Let's yeah. watch Repo Man. She's like, I, I, I don't know if I'm in the mood. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, and I was like, you're going to like, it's in my, I'm like, come on. It's like, it's, you, it's counterculture. Yeah. It's, you know, it's got all this great shit that you like, that are really like totally. things that appeal to her in a big way. I'm like, I don't know why she doesn't want to watch Repo Man, this cool, like steeped in punk rock, fucking awesome, yeah. fucking yeah. jamboree. Uh, so good. And uh, so finally the other day it was like, we have like, we're tired and baby and you know, it's like Repo Man. 
you know it's like 88 minutes or <laughs> yeah. some shit it's not very long and we yeah. just like rocked as it's well it's like we... the movie 88 minutes yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> and she's like Ugh, okay uh, sure yeah. I'm like you're gonna like it she's like yeah <laughs> and so we're watching it and she's enjoying it and she's like there's this scene I'm waiting for and I feel like it hasn't happened and I don't, now, now I'm starting to wonder if I'm thinking of the wrong movie yeah and, uh, and she describes the scene and I'm like did you did you think this whole time that I was trying to get you to watch Maximum Overdrive? And she's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yet so, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to watch Maximum Overdrive. Well, it's a terrible movie. Uh, yeah, that movie And you got to want to watch a bad movie. So she's like, yeah. yeah, I would watch Maximum Overdrive. I have to be in the right mood. Yeah, the, right like, mood. the whole time I thought we were going to watch Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought this was. And, and then, then, yeah. was I thought that was really funny. That's super you can, funny. You can... Totally see how that mistake well, yeah. could be made. Emilio Estevez, there's yeah. a well. You got a, a, the glowing alien yeah. car. You got yeah. alien trucks. Yeah. And, all, and she was waiting for the shootout in the diners where the, yeah, the yeah. machine gun truck comes in. <laughs> That's, That's one of the delightful. one of the best examples of ter- terrible acting. Yeah, like out of control bad is in Maximum Overdrive when the waitress yeah. <laughs> runs out and screams at the trucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, it's, it's fucking it's, wonderful. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. Totally fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought that was really funny. Hey, uh, and then if you don't know uh, Repo Man, still amazing. This is the best. <laughs> so, oh my god, so good, fucking good. Um, what a, what a Emilio is awesome in it. So man. good, He's so awesome in fucking it. good. Yeah. I don't, I fucking you know I loved Young Guns and Young Guns too when sure. I was a kid. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Emilio Estevez is fucking great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. There was a time, yeah, like totally. in, in a in a post. Silence of the Lambs world where Emilio Estevez top billing over Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. That, yeah. that used to be the world we lived in. <laughs> it was a simpler time. That's fucking yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. What a world. So before we get to film roulette, uh-huh. uh, I have. So when we were talking about the get down yeah. and I was talking about disco freaks and yeah. then also homosexual subculture yeah. just want to be really clear i wasn't saying that they are freaks i just had like a weird anxiety flash of like <laughs> oh that's yeah. people are gonna think that my stumbling through these words were me being offensive and then i got like oh and i'm just gonna spend the whole week thinking about how this yeah. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, i'm glad you got to clear yeah, the air please yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but otherwise shall we get to film roulette we yeah should. let's do it when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Oh, 
film related to our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. This week we picked Don't Breathe and the loser has to go see something terrible. Uh, this week we picked the straight-to-video Stephen King adaptation, Cell. But the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week I was a loser and I gave these guys an album by Mock Orange and we will uh, talk about that, talk about these movies and roll for movies next week. Uh, and that is how we play Film Roulette. Mm -hmm. uh, getting right into it, Don't Breathe is the second feature film from Fede Alvarez, who directed the Evil Dead remake mm -hmm. prior. Um, this movie is about a group of teens who break into a blind man's home thinking they'll get away with the perfect crime. They're wrong. And it stars Stephen Lang, Dylan Minnette, Jane Levy, uh, Daniel Zavato, and more. Mm -hmm. And it is currently... Uh, I believe it, it was a big hit on the weekend at the box office, and it is also oh, yeah? being very talked about in uh, the film circles, particularly horror fans are going pretty nuts for this movie. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was anticipated, but it, I think it hits that sweet spot of being mainstream enough that people are flocking this thing much like it was like a Sinister or uh, yeah. one of those mainstream horror movies, but it's also kind of on the line between that and like serious quote-unquote genre fan fair yeah. and stuff so an interesting thing to see kind of do really well at the box office mm -hmm. good, yeah, for the, good for the genre weird. yeah 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 um how should we talk about this movie did you end up seeing it greg yeah i did i did okay it was uh yeah i i, I didn't have a weekend this yeah week, so, <laughs> so it's kind of hard but i made it work made it work yeah okay uh -uh. so i feel like generally the response on this movie is extremely positive yeah um and i'll and then so i'll just say like from my perspective um i've had a few days to think about it mm -hmm. and i was generally pretty happy with it but i i found in the coming days i've been sort of thinking about it and i feel a little more disappointed than i did when i walked out mm -hmm. but i do also think there's a lot going on here that i liked so i've been kind of waffling my way through whether yeah. or not i really liked it or whether i just thought it was good or yeah. whether i i loved this part and only didn't like that like so right. i've been i've been not having the like yeah reaction sure. that everybody uh, else has. i get that um it's a it's a okay there's not a lot of good horror movies anymore we don't get a yeah. you know and like I, people the green room yeah still the best movie of the year and I there would was still say not a horror movie no. And I don't know that this one is either. This is still a thriller. Yeah. Uh, and there's definitely things in this movie for, for a certain portion of the running time. I thought, this reminds me of being on the edge of my seat like Green Room. Yeah. At yeah. moments. At moments. Yeah. Um, I I think this is a just a terrific director. Yeah. There's a movement and energy going on in a very tight space. He clearly has learned some shit from Raimi. Totally. And is not... And he's stealing the right things. Yes. And and in small amounts to make them not totally noticeable. Yes. Which is great, so, yeah, but for, for somebody who was able to do that in a movie that was a direct remake of a Sam Raimi movie yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah. To, to take the, the right elements yeah. and add his own right elements, yeah, yeah, yeah. that was some masterful shit. Yeah. yeah, he's got a great eye. There's a very good look and a really good energy to this. Yeah. Um, there was no scene I disliked. Uh, there just weren't quite enough... To stay with me. Yeah. Um, there's some really good moments. Stephen Lang is fucking great. He's really good. And yeah. if you if you don't know from the um, kind of simplistic plot re uh, rundown I had there, basically it's about three um, small-time-ish criminals in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, one of them is kind of like the clean-cut guy whose dad's 
uh, um, business. Security yeah, his company. dad owns the security company, so he has a lot of keys for houses kicking around in yeah. Detroit. So that's how they so get... they do small jobs, yeah. ripping people off, and they go to into get, the house because they think there's money there. Yeah, so they go into this house... Like and a they, big score. The big, the one last big score. They shouldn't yeah, yeah. be doing it because they're not supposed to steal money. Yeah. But uh, they they end up well, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, oh, my doctor said I'm not supposed yeah. to steal money. Yeah, yeah. Well, they steal items so that they can't get. Yeah, yeah. Keep grand it under larceny. ten grand yeah. so it's not grand larceny. Um, but uh, they end up running afoul of like a blind man. That's yeah. why they're going to go into this right. this house because it's going to be easy. He's blind or whatever. Yeah. And what they get the, more uh, than they bargained for. What's the movie you and I both saw recently where uh, the girl is uh, deaf? Uh, hush. 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 Yes. yes. So this kind of reminded me of that. Where you're going to flip the script and yeah. make your... And uh, this is a better version of that kind of thing as far as using the, you know, what... Having a, a, a sense deprived yeah. and how that affects things and puts you in a different situation. Yeah. And I think this is more effective uh, than Hush, which was like like really terrific performances, but not enough yeah. in the movie. And maybe there's a, this is a little guilty of that, too, but there was more going on here. And liking... Uh, uh, Levy's performance and Stephen Lang's performance so much, yeah, yeah, uh, really, really good. And what's the Dil- Dylan Minim? Yeah, uh, I can't remember. What, what, who I is he? What's his, uh, I feel like, jam? um, oh fuck, he was in one of them. Was in something recently, and Wait, I, is he? In, was he in Goosebumps? Yes, Goosebumps. Yeah, okay. yeah. Right, he's all right. He's good. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. Um, I um, see. My thing with this movie was, and I a hundred percent agree with the visual style. I think yeah. the the look of the movie and the way that it kind of you know they're not doing the check it out it looks like one whole shot but they are doing the like we're floating between rooms yeah, and we're yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. areas and yeah, stuff yeah, and that's yeah. all nice i did think that that it relied a little bit much on the like and then we'll pan over to the workbench and then here's like the hammer yeah see the hammer yeah but i kind of liked that it was unabashedly doing that and but the gun it's, and this and that. The like, gun was different. It's just like though. here's all this shit. Yeah, we're gonna use it. I like that, but uh, I just felt just wait for it. With the hammer, they they did a thing where they just they held on it for like three seconds too long. Yeah, and I kind of wanted to yell out like break in case of third act like yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. really know okay this someone's gonna grab shot of the hammer yeah. then a shot of somebody's eyebrows going rrr, rrr, yeah rrr. <laughs> but that was that's fine i don't yeah, care yeah, about yeah. that i just i i think that this movie really works for for a really long time and then i felt like it kind of devolves into and wouldn't like i there we i <laughs> i can't even talk about it so there's stuff that we can't talk about because it's For twisty sure. yeah absolutely. but i just felt like there's a moment in this movie where you in my mind you could tell the screen the screenwriters were like looked at each other and were like wouldn't it be fucked up if this yeah and 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 it just felt too exploitation it felt too yeah contrived and it just opened up so many holes like oh yeah. the, at the end of the movie why it doesn't don't people know this is going on when they would have arrived like yeah, yeah there's yeah. all these things that opened up and, and then it gets a little uh 80s boogeyman he can yeah, pop up wherever exactly. and it gets and there's a, a bit too much repetition of things i agree the the movie goes from like a sort of a rising to a fever pitch to almost like like the you're getting jerked around like the movie is slamming on the brakes and then slamming on the gas and yeah. it's like oh they got away no they did oh they got away no they yeah, are yeah, they yeah. gonna get there are they not? Oh, uh. yeah yeah and and it totally and i don't know if this was a studio thing but like the movie opens in a way that totally 
undercuts a lot of the tension throughout the movie i found because the yeah. movie shows you something at the beginning of the movie and then you're like oh well, then i'm just gonna wait for that yeah i know i, don't, that- I have I have so much trouble with with thrillers and horror films that give you too much of that shit at the yeah. beginning and this movie like, it's I, when i was because i liked the opening shot i'm like yeah oh, this it's is great cool. opening shot. give me some yeah yeah and, and like the start the sound of morning you yeah. know like uh, a city waking up a little bit i'm like i'm so totally. down what's going and on here just the, and then i saw what it was i'm like you fucking assholes don't yeah. fucking just show me something that's 75 percent or 80 yeah. percent into this movie and i know now like yeah and then you're just waiting for that <sighs> the the situations to arise in order for that to happen yeah and characters to leave the movie or whatnot yeah yeah um but yeah like yeah i don't know yeah it just it really it's, it's good it's, it's good a, it's a solid b yeah you know it just, it's just a really good really watch the movie yeah totally the twist thing though you could totally just take that out yeah like it literally has no bearing over it no like when it gets to the point that it goes overboard yeah and it kind of regains it by having a good sort of like fuck you moment yeah. that's really disgusting. Really, really horrible. Really disgusting. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. it's almost too like, oh, you just thought what's the most fucked up thing I could think of to yeah. have this be about and so I'll do that. And yeah. it's kinda like, oh It maybe- is to their credit wildly fucked up yeah but it, fe- it feels like yeah man in like 2008 or like 2010 this would fly you'd really be like whoa fly. holy shit yeah 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 what yeah. <laughs> in 2008 this would fly but it's 2016 yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it just feels a little it's it's like a little bit on the gr- it's just too gross in a way that's not like thinking about why it's gross i felt like it was just like check it out yeah. in your face this is disgusting now yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. But it i don't i don't usually like that yeah no it's not it's like hostile yeah stuff no gornography or anything but it's like, like that. a really like oh jesus that's fucked up yeah um and, 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 it's and not, just and unnecessary it's, not the worst. I feel like. it's just it's just unnecessary yeah. it isn't like a huge detractor no. or like a problem um, it just like we didn't really need to do that, but like, yeah. well, I guess that's, that's great the, that you thought of that horrible thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gross. I'm really interested now in what Casey would think of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, the, yeah. I can't think of anything else right now because you mentioned a hammer, and then you mentioned the most horrible thing. It has not, nothing to do with I can the hammer. Think of is what I, is the hammer going the pee hole? <laughs> yeah. No, <I> don't know. <laughs> no, and no. and yeah, yeah. It's just like. The craft here works, and I just think yeah. that some of the editing and some of where it ends up, like, I, I think maybe, uh, like, it's also kind of remarkably restrained in the sense of um, Evil Dead was so overboard, yeah, and this one reels it back in a lot, and it's interesting to see sure. that, and I Which, want him to do another movie, and I hope somebody maybe takes the script and writes the script and then he comes in yeah yeah yeah. i could see that now, working there's really a lot well. of lot of uh excitement around this guy i think yeah they, i think he's going to make uh probably a a, a slew of very watchable movies and maybe yeah. every once in a while something truly great yeah. i think he's going to make a movie called monster apocalypse uh, where monsters fight each other. Oh. I think that is a very real possibility. IMDb tells me anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, terrific. Yeah. 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 See yeah, that? Yeah. See that? I want to see. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Hammer up a monster. This is definitely people. like worthy of checking out. I think. Yeah. Oh no! Watch this movie. It's really. It's very good. Yeah. It's really good. It just. Isn't I'm the so best. curious as to what this grosso thing is. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. Uh, it just. It's. It's. It's psychologically upsetting. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the, the main guy's mom comes out and tells him my that, name's uh, martha 
<laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah. I knew you'd be a failure. Yeah. I knew you'd only be a podcaster. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't don't breathe. Just check out the movie. <laughs> okay. Yikes. <laughs> like you're okay. <laughs> Peter Travers says. Yeah. All right. So um that's in theaters right now. You could check that out. But something that landed on the video store wall uh, recently and the digital data space on VOD yeah. <laughs> was Cell. Yeah. C-E-L-L based on the um, uh, Stephen King book of the same name directed yeah. by Todd Williams. When everyone is connected, no one is safe. When a strange signal pulsates through a cell phone network's through all cell phone networks worldwide, it starts a murderous epidemic of epic proportions. Mm-hmm. Um, so, very skewed on the low end. Letterboxd is giving this overall average rating of 1.8 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Um, so, this stars John Cusack and Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and yeah, this was like, I think, something people were... When, when this, I remember the book dropping and it being kind of a novel idea, maybe. And then, well, I think that when the book came out, which was in the, what the late nineties or something, maybe no, even no, like, no later than that. maybe eight. I feel like two eight or nine years ago. Yeah, it was like I was in college and, and like cell phones were like. I feel like Apple was just getting in there, maybe around that time when it was just getting popular enough that like it was a novel idea to have a movie. Oh, be oh about yeah, yeah. That. So so early two thousand. Yeah. Then. Right. 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 Because I keep thinking i keep forgetting that i didn't have a cell yeah. phone when i went to college and i remember yeah. like the idea of the movie being a thing oh like, yeah oh, I, I remember when this the book is gonna came happen. out people going like oh this movie's gonna be fucking awesome and yeah, 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 and yeah i think yeah. this movie sat on the shelf for a while i and i think so and i think that's why ultimately people just kind of forgot that it was gonna happen and that it was gonna star like big name people and then it just sort of arrived yeah <laughs> and then uh, yeah. you watched it i sure did oh boy did i ever the uh the tagline <laughs> for this movie should have uh instead of been and everyone's connected no, no one, one is, is safe. safe or whatever the tagline should have been um what <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the tagline uh <laughs> this movie is so stupid <laughs> <laughs> great it is it's it's epic stupid uh, and there were moments of it where I'm like, like the very beginning and, uh, most of it where I was like, I don't want to be watching this, but you know what? I'm kind of glad I did. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a couple things in it where I was like, I don't mind seeing that in a movie. Um, but then <laughs> most of it, no, wait, was sorry. it a boob? There was one thing. It was a boob. <laughs> I was, don't mind seeing that. One single boob. Yeah. I was like, I do believe that's a boob. <laughs> I don't mind seeing I that in mind a movie. Seeing a boob in a movie. <laughs> um, but uh, may, yeah, maybe there was just one thing. Uh, and then the rest of it was just, it was just stupid enough to be watchable. Seems um, like the kind of movie that would have a lot of terrible cgi uh <laughs> is there have you have you guys ever seen like there was like a uh uh it was going around it was like a commercial for um uh like it was a real low budget like local commercial for like a an auto body store or something like that and it's got a uh, a van and you see the van going down the road and then very poorly 
animated. It rolls off the road. No, I haven't. Just, <laughs> it, 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 whoever people who know what I'm talking about will know. Yeah, will know. A viral video of sorts. Yeah, sort of. Like it was. <laughs> it was ages ago. But there's a plane crash at the beginning that looks so mm. much like that. Like it's. I, I was like, this, I, I can't. Uh, this wouldn't fly on um, a sci-fi channel. Like movie? on uh, in the Langoliers, <laughs> let alone in this oh, movie man. that was supposed to be a movie. Oh yeah. no! When you name check the Langoliers and reference the CGI. Yeah. Uh, How, were there scene. any Pac-Man monsters in this? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking unfortunately, no. But uh, there was John Cusack. And John Cusack is what? An author. What? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's an author of uh, of graphic novels, guys. So it's different. Right, okay. right, right, right. I did read the first few chapters of this book, and yeah. Then, yeah, it was like, oh, I guess I'll just wait for the movie. <laughs> but like, isn't he? Is he like running around with like a portfolio of his artwork or something like that? Is he like trying to sell something? Is that how it yeah, starts? Yeah, well, it starts out, and I think he sold something or something. Yeah. This movie's very confusing, and uh, like, it doesn't really want you to watch it necessarily. <laughs> it just kind of goes like. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm the main guy, and I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a just look at your phone during this phone movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ooh, maybe that was intentional. Yeah. Um, we'll make it so boring. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, very early on, like he's in a he's in an airport, and then and then the pulse happens. They keep calling it the pulse, the pulse. and it's yeah, this yeah. Uh, you know signal to all the cell phones, and it makes people just want to punch each other super hard in the face so that their uh, guts explode and shit. What? It's oh, you got me. So and then, and then a guy eats a dog because you've just sold me a second time on watching this movie. Wow. I know, and that should have been great. It, this whole scene should have been great. Oh man! But it's so boring and lifeless Aww. that I'm like, how did you make this boring and lifeless? You lost me because I was like, everything about it, first of all, is like, is so dated and antiquated. It's like, ooh, zombies, ooh, cell phones, yeah. and I think it's there, so stupid. I think there yeah. was also. A movie called The Signal that was a horror movie that had a bunch oh, of different yeah, stories yeah, 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 that were yeah, based yeah. around yeah. like yeah. cell phones uh, and stuff. Yeah, that was supposed to be kind of good. Yeah. Uh, no, um, no, no. I saw The Signal. Yeah. Yeah. No. Not terrible. Good, okay. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, but this is like it, it seems like it should have come around, you know, like the yeah. same time as like The Net or something like. Yeah. That. Whoa, technology. <laughs> and it should have started Dennis Miller. Yeah. Much like. Uh, like uh, but. Uh, yeah, and I wrote here as I was like, somebody should sue Stephen King, John Fogarty style, because again, he just keeps making like in this movie, John Cusack is a uh, a writer, and his main character in the the uh, He's a writer the in the graphic novel that like he becomes the 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 main threat, and and then you know it's I'm sorry if I'm spoiling this, but yeah, you don't need to see it. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Uh, but it's still, I don't, I don't feel conflicted about spoiling things. But, uh, but basically, the character that he's uh, created is doing all the mayhem and stuff like oh. that. He's he was the one who who perpetrated the uh, the. That the sounds pulse. dumb. Um, it's what? it's his graphic novel character character yeah but it turns out that he that it's it's just a vision of somebody that he's seen in his dreams kind of thing that everybody has seen kind of thing he was just the one who wrote it down kind of thing uh, right. i don't care um, this sounds dumb yeah. it's, it's so dumb what the the sound design is exceptionally bad uh like because everybody's just kind of mumbling <laughs> They didn't think anyone would be listening. Yeah, yeah I, but it feels like that. It feels like like, well, let's not bother to tur- turn anybody up or yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just going to go to the cell phone. Um, 
and, and then uh, and then at one point, like all of the people who are affected, uh, they all emit the same cell phone tone kind of thing. Out of their so mouths, all like yeah, out of their mouths and out of the. Bah! So there's kind of like <laughs> what? Uh, there's uh, yeah, they all make the cell phone noise. It wasn't that. That wasn't oh, the cell okay. phone noise. Like a '56 K modem. Yeah, it kind of sounds like that. Ring, 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 uh, banana yeah. phone. Don't pick up the phone. Yeah, I'm um, downloading a game. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, and, and then they just go on and on, and the movie just goes on and on. There's a point where, so all of the affected cell phone face people, uh, they sleep. Do their at faces night. turn into cell phones? Um, not really, but, uh, but not not either. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you find out. No. But they all they all sleep in a big pile at one point, and and then the the plan is to uh, dispose of them by setting them put all a big on pillow fire. Over them and- <laughs> a really big pillow. Suffocate them. Yeah, like the end of one flew over the yeah. cuckoo's nest. Um, but uh, but yeah, so there is a point where John Cusack is driving a truck over a mountain of people. I and just, you just hear crunch, munch, munch, crunch, <laughs> crunch. And I'm like, listen, you're about to set all these people on fire and you're driving over them in a truck. Bravo. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but then the way again, you're describing this sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm dying to see this now. <laughs> it's it, like I wish it was better, but at the same time, I'm like, see it if you want. Yeah. <laughs> if you're curious at all, see it because you won't have a terrible time. Yeah. You'll just be like, what? <laughs> because uh, I love com- being like, what? what? We yeah. come to the end. Uh, oh, and we meet these two, this couple from New England or something. And man, these people are fucking running full tilt into Oscar Town because yeah. they're from New England. <laughs> We're a couple retards from New England. Uh, like, they're they're trying everything they can. And this one guy, he's supposed to be a bit of a nut job because he hasn't slept in like six days kind of thing because yeah. he's trying to protect some girl. I don't know if she's his wife or what because it wasn't clear and I wasn't paying attention. But... Uh, but yeah, so he, so I'm like, oh my goodness, fella, you are giving it your all. Um, and then um, at the end, you know, he's got uh, uh, John Cusack has to go save the day because all of the cell phone people are converging on one big cell phone tower, uh, <laughs> and uh, and he gets there and it's a sea of cell phone people and they're all like <laughs> cell phone noise, and then um, and then it's like, oh okay, so he did that, big deal, and then you're like. And then there's another scene you're like that completely contradicts this scene. You're like, what? Oh, I guess he was, what? And then another thing happens and you're like, what? And then credits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's right. so, like I'm watching the, this movie immediately. The end is. I just, have the worst movie playlist in my uh, future <laughs> it's right very now. Very weird. This and Soul Man yeah, and Truberry Hills. But the end, like the end, feels like it's it's trying to go like it's trying to really make a point kind of thing. Yeah. But then it's it's like, well, I feel like if I do this, it's gonna seem like I'm making a point, even though I have no idea. I didn't actually read the end of the book, but uh, yeah, yeah, uh, something, something. Yeah, boy, it's a it's a real mess, and it's not as fun as it sounds. Uh, and I did not make it sound. But it fun. sounds fun. It does. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so that's sell. Watch it if you must. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of want to. I, I might I see if there's like a best of Watch clip on you YouTube or something. Yeah. I'd like to see the best of this movie. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, so because I lost last week, yeah, I gave you guys a punishment album. Yeah. Um, it was a 
not punishment from my perspective, but right. I what I've given you is the album uh, "Put the Kid on the Sleepy Horse" by Mock Orange. Um, so I gave you guys this album because I have Shh, been a fan of Mock Orange for a long time. Yeah, and they are one of those bands that I feel like exist in a weird little bubble, and I like them, and I don't really talk about them because. I, I don't know how people would take them. I've never even heard of them before. Yeah, and this is their eighth album. So uh, I wrote down a little thing. So in the review for this album for uh, on Pitchfork, um, Ian Cohen said something that I thought was really interesting. He said, previously unclassifiable to their detriment, they have now been given a new flattering context in which to be understood because this is a band that started as like an emo band, like kind of indie rock emo, yeah. and then became straight up indie rock and then they've done some stuff that was kind of like acoustic and alt country and so they've come at like they've basically had the most weird um like career up until this point and then they've put this album out which is kind of um just a straightforward indie rock album and i kind of wanted to throw at you guys because i think it's maybe an interesting point to come at this band and i don't have literally zero ideas on how you would take it because yeah. it's it i just i don't know i i actually don't know how to classify them even though they do make music that isn't like i mean it's not it's not like gonna it's not no, hard it's not crazy out yeah there. yeah but, it's uh yeah so i thought i'm gonna give these guys a blind listen fresh ears never yeah. heard of it before and see what they have to think much like i did when i gave you guys helvetia yeah for sure yeah oh yeah i remember them i like them yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh yeah i uh yeah, I didn't know what to expect at all. Never yeah. heard of these guys whatsoever, and just like you know, grabbed the album, threw it in uh, yeah. with a blind listen, which is always interesting. Yeah, and I found I found myself like in my first run through this, like trying to f- figure out what what band or sound they were circling around. Yeah, like this reminds me of something, and I cannot put my finger on it. Then I was like, it's because it swims around a bit. Like track three, which is a name I don't remember at all, uh, is like sounds like a dinosaur junior jam. I'm like. And uh, a couple other times it does that. Um, and then what I really, what I, the thing that was, I couldn't, the elusive thing about it was uh, the vocals. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and finally I finally centered in on it. Um, and it, the vocals really remind me of Deer Hunter. Okay. Uh, in a big bad way. And then I kind of went, oh, that's what happened to these guys. <laughs> they, this, you know, I don't know what their other shit sounds like, but it's like they probably came up in this scene that b- built a lot of bands like Deer Hunter. The bands that, aren't ever going to get huge, but got big enough. Yeah. Became critical darlings and then therefore sold some records and could tour decently. And they, maybe these guys are just on the outskirts of that, never quite making it. And then if they flip flopped around and sound a bit, I can kind of get that too. So I, um, I don't know. For me, I went through this where I, this grew on me mm-hmm. and I'm not crazy about it yeah. because I feel like it dips hard in the middle of this record. I like the beginning quite a bit and then I get bored. Yeah. And then I think it ends super strong. The last mm-hmm. track on the album, uh, uh, Intake, yeah. is my favorite song on the album. Yeah. And like, not just the favorite on the album. Like, I fucking love that yeah. song. It's, <laughs> it's a cool awesome. song. Yeah. And it's, all, it's the one that feels the least like other shit to me. Yeah. Which so is maybe that's where they're at yeah. their best. Because I felt like there's a little bit of maybe mimicry or like, I don't know, can we try this sound? Like, I feel like they're trying someone else's clothes on. Or, yeah. You know, uh, trying to, uh, not that they do it poorly, because yeah. it's all pretty good. That's where I will interject. Okay. <laughs> what you got? What you got? Well, 
I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I was like, oh, there's some uh, Dinosaur Jr. in here, though. You're yeah. doing a pavement thing here yeah, by yeah. virtue of the, the, the soundscape that you're creating. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, uh, and then there would be a song. I'd be like, oh, I don't know if I care for this. Um, but I see what you're doing, but I feel like those influences like dinosaur junior and pavement and stuff like that. I didn't feel like they were so overt. I felt like this was just a band that listened to those, yeah. the, those bands a lot yeah. and then incorporated them into their the, own sound. I really like this. Yeah. Uh, so I, the I really dinosaur junior thing is interesting because I didn't think of that song as dinosaur junior until I listened to it, uh, after giving it to you guys. And I was like, Oh, this sounds. This does sound like that, and I was like, "That's gonna come up." And <laughs> and yeah. it's weird because having listened to these guys since they were like nothing, like literally sounded nothing like this. It's yeah. so weird for me to listen to it in a different context and and I then like- realize like because they they did put out an album that is very like pavementy and modest mousy, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and so like I definitely hear that stuff. But then once I heard it like that, I was like, no, I totally understand that now. <laughs> and like it I, was weird. See, I, I'm glad I don't have the uh, the knowledge of their their other stuff because yeah. I feel like if I had that, maybe it would sway me. But I really enjoyed this. Uh, I have more of like a big. Like I, I don't know the names of the songs or anything yeah. like that because the only time I would ever listen to the song or this album, album is when I was in tr- the car. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so listening to it in the car, it was a, it's a lot of fun to listen to in the car. Like yeah. it, it's a great album to drive around because, uh, and I think it is because it's like, oh, this is a fun little piece of yeah of pavementy sounding thing. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, now here's and, and sometimes I like how they'll let a song languor for a bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then uh, uh and. and they don't go far enough with it that I'm no. that I'm like, I, I'm oh not man, this shit is fucking dope as hell. It's like oh, it's overly yeah. ripping on somebody. Yeah. I was like, oh, this reminds me of Dinosaur Junior. Sure. This is a sweet jam because it's yeah. a really good song. Yeah. yeah, first four tracks, I really like those great. songs. Yeah. yeah, really good. It definitely track two, gets a little. Uh, I really like track two. Yeah, but I think where it dips down is where I actually stop totally paying attention and yeah. i don't blame the album for that that's just how i, I listen to an album kind of yeah. thing no so, i 100 yeah, the album a little bit i 100 like, agree me. this isn't grabbing <laughs> yeah, me right sure. here i 100 agree because there is a level of sameness to this album that in that middle to mid late patch ends up happening it and so many times listening to this on spotify have i been like wait a minute how long am i into this and then i click into spotify and it's always in the same patch of like yeah. one or two songs yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely so, i i would just let that be a valley kind of thing because yeah. i was like paying attention to other things or like uh it, it, but um yeah this was fine yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to sort of see what their other shit's like. Yeah, yeah, I like I that, like that I intake want, song, man. Like Boy, I that's don't great. Don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, they've got a lot of albums that are um, like the album they did before this is like a Growing Pains album, 100. percent Like yeah, you, yeah. you hear that like it's half about the show. It's about this. Yeah, it's yeah. a song cycle about Growing Pains. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like an album Mike. where like <laughs> like half of the songs you're like, oh, it's these are one. really good jams, and the other half you're like, you're trying something. Yeah, and you don't know how to make it into an album, and then yeah, I'd say they have two other albums that I really like, cool. and then two other albums that were their first albums that I go back to guiltily and would never show you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, yeah. But I do like for me, I think to see this band like still existing and and having eight albums, they've been around since like the early '90s. 
to see them like put out this album that I think is one of their stronger albums after yeah, so a, long. It's, it's interesting. Album. It's interesting. Yeah. It's like super good album. Yeah. 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 So yeah. that was uh, <laughs> Mock Orange. What do you guys think? Uh, let us know. Yeah. And what are we listening to this week? Yeah. Uh, well, that's uh, I got that handled over here, fellas. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, this week is a um, a mercy week. Oh, uh, and, and it's it's one that uh, we don't really get me. those from you. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm usually quite a dick. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, yeah. No, th- th- this week because it's just because I I feel like um, I haven't actually listened to it yet, uh, but oh. I know you've listened to it a little bit. I don't know uh, if you've listened to it at all, but uh, one of the greatest bands of all time, De La Soul, have a new album. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know. I've got it. Uh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's. Uh, I always forget because uh, it's a bizarre title. And the anonymous, and the anonymous nobody? nobody. That's what yeah. it's called. I haven't listened to it yet, um, but I, I just feel like I want there to be a, as much conversation about uh, De La Soul's yeah. new album as possible. Yeah. Uh, so uh, and so there's I a really interesting put... story behind the album yeah, too. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, well, I, uh, I I'm not aware of the, the yeah. story. Well, just ba- like super quickly, like they kickstarted it because all of their old music is tied up in samples oh, yeah, yeah, clearance yeah. hell yeah, they can't get it online they can't get yeah, any right. you can't even online. buy it on itunes yeah there was a, yeah. there was a point just before all that happened actually where they put every album of theirs online, online yeah, for, yeah. Free. for free yeah um uh so uh so yeah so this album yeah. uh, i just feel like there being a new de la soul album i want there to be as much talk yeah. about it as possible so yeah. we'll we'll yeah. throw our hats into that ring for yeah sure. they recorded like 200 hours of like yeah. jam sessions and then yeah. that's why this album is available online because they yeah. just made it they were like no more samples yeah, yeah we got yeah. screwed like yeah yeah <laughs> um awesome i can't wait to listen to some yeah, more great yeah very good discussions ahead totally okay so let's roll yeah what are we rolling for this week oh a winner's choice week yeah right yeah, another winner's uh, choice week we had one recently uh you could say that we are getting just... lucky because <laughs> we're rolling on lover boys get lucky that's right <laughs> vinyl yeah um yeah so we can pick whatever we want winner's choice that was worth the three dollars and 49 cents i paid yeah um, what is our? I feel lo- like you oh. just justified <laughs> you were your just lover boy. Justify the fact that you own a lover boy. I only paid four dollars for it. Uh, <laughs> no, I got no problem with uh, working uh, for the weekend. Yeah, you got working for the weekend on there. There's a fine Canadian yeah. record. Uh huh. I don't know any of these other songs. Um, yeah, <laughs> but working for the weekend's worth four dollars. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. everybody's doing. This isn't it. like yeah. a great record by any means. Um. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> we, we, we've talked a lot uh, about internet culture in the past few episodes, and I think we might have to watch a movie about internet culture uh, called maybe right. Internet Famous. Right. God. Um, a which mockumentary. Which made-up YouTube famous yeah. people. Yeah. Not even real YouTube yeah. famous people. It's, a, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like a mockumentary <laughs> take at YouTube culture. It They're going to the, really skewer ugh. this low-hanging yeah, fruit. Yeah. <laughs> it, this is the most ill-conceived project yeah. that perhaps we've ever covered. Yeah. Go, if you don't know why we're covering this movie, go to IMDb, type in Internet Famous, watch the trailer. It looks yeah. like it and looks like date movie. Watch the trailer. Vamp, vampires suck. What was the other one? Spart, Spart, what was the Spartan one that they uh, did? The, it know. looks like Aaron and Friedberg and Seltzer leveled garbage. Yeah. Just looks terrible. And I don't want to watch it. 
Casey no, no. is going to roll now. Oh, let's Mr. see. Lines. Internet famous or watch whatever you want. That's a four. All right. All right, I'm gonna roll. <laughs> I rolled it off the record, and then I put it Dan back down. <laughs> gingerly put it on yeah. the record to make it official. Yeah, that's a that's two. A two, Ooh. dynamite. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Please, hug. damn it, yeah, that's a four as well. That's yeah. a four. Yeah. All right, so I'm free. You guys re-roll. <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that how it works? Mm, yeah. I see. Damn it. All right. Uh, Internet famous. famous for Dan. Fuck. Yes. <sighs> the trailer for this looks so bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I look forward to hearing uh, back from whatever garbage you guys see. Great. Yeah. 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 Check out whatever you want in theaters or not. And you are winners <laughs> in my books, no matter what. Great. <laughs> oh, okay. Dynamite. Moving All on. Right. Moving okay. on. All right. We're it, really we're really racing the meter here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is time for Orange You Glad it's the OC yes. corner. Yes. Bitch. Welcome to the OC bitch. And this is how it's done in Orange County. With an episode titled The Best Christmaca Ever. <laughs> oh. We're reaching into the holiday yeah. spirit here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I gotta say, I'm more curious than usual as we've kind of cemented the gang a yes. little bit. I'm wondering if that carries through. Like, yes. if they're really kind of putting together their little this is a weird episode. Yeah, yeah, like our like our our, our uh, dirty little Ryan and Luke gonna hate each other in this episode. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> so it's yeah. Christmas in yeah. Newport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Seth, Sandy, and, and uh, Kristen, Kirsten, are uh, hanging out with Seth in their house, and uh, Seth reveals to um, Ryan about Christmaca, which is their made-up holiday of that celebrates Christmas and Festivus. No, I'm kidding. It's on. <laughs> Um, and Ryan is like, what? And Seth's like, it's great. We have all these days of presents. And then one big day of presents at the end. And he, and he's very like this whole scene of him introducing it is just very Seth. Mm -hmm. If you know what I mean? Like they're really leaning on his, sadly, I know exactly what leaning on completely understand (laughs) what that means. And it irritates me because it just feels like so quirky, clever. Yeah. Yeah. Quirky, clever. Yeah. It's like Christmas and Hanukkah. It's like quirky, (laughs) clever and quirky. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, so then Seth is wrapping his presents in the pool house, which I don't remember seeing much of until now, and it right. was a weird thing to see inside of. What, the pool house? Yeah. Well, there was like a Dirty Little Ryan. Yeah, yeah really a big them. bed in the that's middle. Dirty like, Little Ryan's Dirty yeah. Little Ryan's. Yeah. So uh, Seth is talking to Ryan about how he's going to give Anna and Summer the same present, and, and then he says what it is, and it's like a couple CDs and, and a copy of Goonies. And he's like, got to give them the, like, the Seth like introductory package. Death Cab for Cutie, copy of Goonies, copy of Interpol, or whatever. Like He names a couple bands yeah, yeah, yeah. that are popular at the time, and then... Um, and then the Goonies. I call it the Death Cab for Goonies. Yeah. <laughs> and Ryan's like, don't do that, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also like, you should probably pick one yeah, of these Monster girls. Monster Squad's a way better movie. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He's also like, maybe you should stop stringing these girls along, you fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sandy talks about how he's not going to be around. Uh, seeing oh, dying? 
Yes. <laughs> Fingers Listen, crossed. I'm not going to be around it much longer. I don't want to spoil Christmas, but um, I'll be dead. <laughs> guys, I've got eyebrow cancer. Something about, like... <laughs> gotten real deep into the roots of my eyebrows yeah <laughs> something about um is it's totally curable i just don't have the time yeah <laughs> i'm very busy with the cases yeah uh, and i hate I you i'm all. a lawyer i don't like you and i'll be happy to be gone yeah. i mean have you seen this seth kid uh, so luke will be your new father yeah <laughs> it's is, a real is, twist. is kirsten's dad is his name caleb yeah, yeah, Caleb, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Totally. So, the, so he's like, I'm not going to be around for the holidays because, like, this, I'm going to end up going, having to go to court because of all this shit going on with your dad. Yeah. Um, and stuff that I didn't really understand because I haven't been paying closest attention yeah, to this yeah, yeah, convoluted yeah. law firm no, no. subplot. Yeah. Stupid wetlands. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, we cut to Jimmy, who is going to a job interview, and Marissa is talking to him about how. Uh, oh, you can just skip Christmas because, like, we don't have the money for presents. And Jimmy's like, don't even think about it. Because I think, I think the gist of this is that Marissa's not big into Christmas here. Gotcha. Yeah. And she's kind of like, don't worry. Don't about worry. It. There will be Christmas. We've got new neighbors. I'll just steal yeah. their money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then Ryan, I guess, finds out uh, Seth is taking Summer and Anna to a big Christmas party party so it seems like they're going to be doing this kind of together yeah like for like basically this episode has solidified that seth and these two girls have this agreement where they can totally be cool about like taking them both to dates and stuff but also they're totally not cool with it and seth is an idiot and he's just very oblivious to like please end this storyline seriously Yeah. yeah so um they decide that like they're gonna show up at the party, all three Summer, Anna, and Seth separately, because they thought it would be weird if we were in the car together, or something. Yeah. Uh, so the Christmas party is gonna be arranged by Julie. Uh, Kirsten talks to Caleb about um, the wetland stuff, <clears throat> and she's like, "I'm taking Christmas off, so fuck you," because yeah. she's employed by her, her dad, right? Mm-hmm. It's not really important. Don't know why I wrote it down. <laughs> Marissa and Ryan find out um, that they're both going to be at that party, and they're like, "Let's go as dates." Then I guess so. There's some some more romantic stuff going on there between Marissa and Ryan. Well, are they dating? Yeah, yeah. they're like well, a couple. I don't know why they would say let's just be dates, but yeah, they're pushing that still. Yeah, uh, okay. they go shopping. Uh, for Christmas presents. She helped him steal a car. Yeah. You know what else? Uh, talking about stealing and Marissa, when they're shopping for presents, they're looking at this watch, and Ryan's like, that's a dope watch. And then they walk away, and then later, as they're getting into her car, a security guard's like, hey, lady, what's in your purse? And it's that fucking watch. Uh, she stole it. Did she get arrested? He Kind of. I guess they just like cut to home, and they're just like... Security guard yeah. arrested? Like, you shouldn't... Uh, You're in trouble. We don't have any power here. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. Look, the watch is yours. Yeah. I can't really take it from you. Uh, but yeah. just know that I am disappointed. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They were so, just put to a restaurant, but then she swallowed a bunch of pills. Yeah. And ran off to the JW or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I might not know how to spell Tijuana. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so, Seth... 
uh, realizes that Ryan had been sent some presents from his mom and his brother. Yeah. Ryan's mom and brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I guess Seth, like, hid them and is kind of, like, not interested. He's, like, I guess embarrassed about it or doesn't want to open them or something because it's, like, that life is behind me. So there's a lot about Seth not liking Christmas in this episode because he's, like... Wait, Ryan. Uh, Ryan, sorry. Yeah. Ryan not liking Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Wait, so... <laughs> I, I, I thought so that cruel. Ryan's parents sent Christmas presents no. and so, Seth was like, no. No. <laughs> That's right. I so, and I was like, okay, this episode just got interesting. No, unfortunately not. <laughs> Seth found the presents got that it. Seth was Ryan. sent. Yeah, Ryan sto- that, that Ryan hit. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Oh, so Ryan got presents gotcha. from his mom and dad and he was like, oh, I don't know how I feel about this. All this backstory of my life. I'm going to hide them. And then Seth was like, what's this? Oh, presents. From He's embarrassed because his dad is Jared Leto. Yeah. And all the presents are used condoms and dead rats. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, Christmas everyone's getting my mom's getting drunk and everyone's yelling sounds great like he's got this real like chip on his shoulder about that stuff yeah yeah he got light um and then so julie and jimmy and marissa talk about how she stole the watch and they start arguing and then uh, marissa gets her phone in her car and and going out privileges um revoked from her parents oh, and then uh, it turns out that marissa's parents called a therapist about her and they're like you need to see a therapist and marissa uh-huh. is not happy about that yeah uh ryan's getting ready for the party and is talking to seth about the shoplifting with marissa and uh <clears throat> seth is like you know what i bought you a stocking for chrismica and ryan's all happy about it you're part of the family now brother uh-huh. Uh, Sandy comes home and is talking about how Caleb and him reached a settlement. Uh, yada, yada, yada. And then, oh, so the mom... So, like, this is seemingly going to be wrapped up, but then the mom has some sheet of paper that has something to do with her dad and has some kind of, like, I shouldn't be showing you this, but this is a bombshell for your wetlands case, and my dad will fire me if I give it to you, but I have to because you're my husband. But I wasn't exactly clear about what it was that was on the paper uh, because it was very convoluted. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so basically, w- wetlands garbage is not over. Yeah. So basically, Great. mom gave Sandy eyebrows a real piece of information that will get her fired. That's all you need to know. Okay. Um, so then it's getting time for the party and Anna and Summer both show up at Seth's house trying to pull one over on the other yeah so basically anna shows up like i know we said we'd all meet there but maybe i'll just come with you and then summer does the exact same thing and he has to keep them in separate rooms while he goes between them like mm, at no they basically sit down and talk about it uh, Lame. um ryan talks to marissa about therapy and he's like you should go to therapy and yeah. then i'm watching this and i'm like free therapy <laughs> like, mm-hmm. stop fucking whining about it. That's yeah. free therapy. That's free therapy. Therapy is hard to get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're, and you probably need it. Yeah. You're overdosing on drugs in Tijuana. Stealing watches. Stealing stuff. You're dating yeah. your neighbor's pet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> we got a little poor boy. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so then Ryan's like, I got to go upstairs for a minute so that you can do something that I won't see. And she steals a bottle of vodka and hides it in her purse. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. See? Yep. So then at the party, <laughs> um, Sorry, I just have it in my head that Ryan's out pooping on the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Clean up your Ryan's dog dirt. <laughs> if, if, 
if you you're the one who wanted the dirt bag, you clean up after it. <laughs> clean up its dirt bags. <laughs> oh lord. Okay, so we're at the party. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm done picturing a man pooping on a lawn. Yeah. Let's continue. Now so, picture him like digging a little hole to put it in with his hind legs. Yeah, real fast. <laughs> He's got that up. little arched back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's embarrassed. <laughs> That sort of shame look while they're pooping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't help myself. <laughs> I'm from Chino. This isn't all I am. Yeah. <laughs> you did this to me. <laughs> I learned it from you. Uh, uh, so Ryan and Melissa are kind of on a little rocky territory this episode now that they've had this little bit of a fight about the therapy and stuff. So Marissa goes to the bathroom because her mom is kind of like circling around looking for her or something and she starts to drink in the bathroom so there's that <laughs> drinking that vodka uh-huh. um meanwhile anna and seth are exchanging presents and uh anna made him a comic so she like drew and wrote a little like the adventures of seth like comic thing and it's like cute and he's really uh, happy about it and then, like, they pan over and Summer's just, like, staring at them from afar. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, ugh. And then um, kills kills that mood for sure. Marissa is in the washroom and she's drinking that vodka still. Um, is she just downing just the bottle? Just downing some vodka for sure. Jeez. Yeah. And then uh, Summer and Seth decide to exchange their present. And they go to this room and she takes off her dress and reveals that underneath her party clothes yeah. she's dressed as sexy wonder woman oh and she's like i know you like superheroes and he's like boy <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know you like uh, comic books but yeah. have you ever fucked one yeah and he's <laughs> like once <laughs> <laughs> once <laughs> repeatedly yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was Thundercast, but this is good, too. <laughs> I rolled it up. Yeah. Anyway, it's under my bed. Don't look. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but then uh, Anna walks in while she's, like, t- taking her clothes off and is dressed all sexily. Uh-huh. And then uh, mm-hmm. there's a real weird... There's, like, a moment where... where Anna is like. Or does she take off her clothes? And she takes she's off dressed her clothes. Like she's goonies. like I'm Batman. <laughs> she's dressed like the Green Arrow. <laughs> no, she's she dressed like sloth. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a Superman shirt. Yeah. Um, no, Anna's like, oh, she's giving you this like sort of fantasy, and I gave you a comic book. What am I like eight years old? And then Summer has like a reverse reaction where she looks at the present and says. Oh, like she gave you something meaningful, like from the heart that she had to like draw up, and here I am, just like dressed up for you. And they both have this kind of like sort of interesting take on it, which was the only interesting really part of the episode. I thought like, oh, I can't. That's a kind of like a a nice way for them to take this contrived little scene. Yeah. It is, yeah. Do yeah. You, do you guys want to know which one I would prefer? <laughs> do you the comic book know? under the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes alone with, with that crusty, crusty comic, comic book. book. <laughs> <laughs> like, we both described it the exact same way. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh. oh, man. Oh, we hang out too much. Yeah. Oh, so, they, so everyone kind of realizes that they're being dumb trying to like fight and win Seth over and they basically both reveal like 
you know, she really likes you and I really like you too. And somebody's going to get hurt if we don't resolve this situation in a way that isn't like pulled from an episode of Three's Company. <laughs> so meanwhile, Marissa's getting drunk and she's like, goes out of the washroom. She's dancing with Ryan. Um, and he's like, what are you drunk? You're drinking in the bathroom. And she's like, you drink sometimes. And he's like, yeah, not alone at a party in the bathroom. <laughs> I, drink, I drink in the closet. Yeah. It's <laughs> way different. <laughs> you you try pooping on the lawn and see how much <laughs> alcohol you need. <laughs> um, so they get into an argument. Ryan runs after her uh, and she's trying to like drive away. And he's like, no, you're wasted. So he's stopping her from doing that. Um, and then she ends up like backing up the car and like cr- like slams into another car. And she's like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Um then uh sandy's wife's dad caleb does this like announcement because i guess he's given he's shown uh caleb that he has some important document and that's gonna ruin caleb's case so caleb's like the trust is gonna go to sandy's company for a dollar and i instead of millions and i was like this is boring Mm. yeah (laughs) i didn't get any of that but i got a very real sense that it didn't matter i feel like it's like drama there for the people in high school who's watching the show with their parents and the parents are like oh yeah yeah. wetland controversy (laughs) (laughs) because everybody knows that once you become a parent all you care about is wetlands that's it um i lost my spot okay tensions mount in the car uh, Ryan is taking Marissa home and like she starts drinking from the vodka again and they end up getting pulled over by the cops and uh, it's like oh shit if they come in here and see that there's an open container in this car with somebody that has priors oh this shit could get crazy yeah. but it doesn't no. she hides on the floor and the cop is like about to like get about to see it but then he gets called away by something on his remote like control walkie talkie thing it's like all right we need you over here on a shootout and he's like i gotta go i don't think it's a remote control it's a remote control walkie talkie (laughs) probably not remote control (laughs) he looks down at his vcr remote and he's like i got a thing go what 12 what 12 (laughs) i gotta i gotta go my grandson's gonna teach me how to program this darn thing i got yeah so (laughs) i gotta get back to a joke in 1987 yeah So they, it's a real close call, and Ryan gets real mad, throws a bottle uh, out of there. He's like, fuck this, vodka. And then um, he gets, like, really mad. He starts slamming the door over and over again. She's like, you're scaring me. And he's like, you're scaring me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was the twist in this episode. Yeah, then Ryan and Seth are talking about all the shit, everything that's happened, and Ryan's like, I hate Christmas. And Seth's like, mm, it's great. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah. Seth, <laughs> Seth talks to Summer and Anna separately, and he's like, I just want to be friends with both of you. And then both of them are like, well, we don't want that. And then they give him his their presents back. Wait, Wait what? How does he give back? Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does, does he dress up like Wonder Woman and fuck her? No, sorry. They get... <laughs> They give back the presents that he gave to her. The Seth starter pack. Oh, uh, They return the gifts. We don't want to be friends with you, so here's your gift. uh, Yeah, yeah. Because we don't want them. Wait, okay, so he he went to them and said he just wants to be friends with both of them? Yeah. 
And they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that they have that choice. Uh, oh, they totally have that choice. So they're okay, but they're like, like well, we want let's just more be friends. than friends. No, I want more, but not your junk. Keep your shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh. Here's your stupid movie and CDs. Yeah. Okay, just give I, yeah. that I understand more yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Um, my autism took over for a second. <laughs> what? Human emotions don't work like that? Yeah. Or at all. And then uh, Marissa finally goes to the therapist office, which she's been sort of like not wanting to do. And she gets there and she's going to leave. Um, but then she starts talking to this guy from school. He's like, oh, aren't you from school? And I guess his name's Oliver. <laughs> And Marissa's like, yeah. And then he does that thing that people do in movies where he's like, huh, let me guess. Uh, you've probably overdosed at least once, but not on anything crazy. It's probably a pill. Uh, you also probably drink sometimes. Oh, and maybe this, maybe you know this about your parent. Uh, da, 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 and it's like, oh, and fuck is off. this your card? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, where did this dove come from? Yeah. <laughs> and also, look at this thumb. It's decapitated <laughs> off my arm. Uh, uh, it's yeah. cut. Yeah. That'll be four hundred dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um and then anyway, she's I've been David Blaine. Good night. Yeah, she's very surprised. And yeah. then there's kind of like a moment of, oh, so maybe there's something going on here. Maybe relationship, who knows? Oh my god. Um then uh we cut back and Ryan is hanging up his stocking and uh and leaving town. And leaving he's like, see you later. <laughs> No, then they're all gonna. The whole family's gonna watch a movie. Me <laughs> Sandy, Sandy comes home from the video store, and they're all gonna watch a movie as a family. And then there's a weird reference to over the top. What? <laughs> yeah, where he's like, "Here's their options: like it's a wonderful life, or like White Christmas, or over the top." And they're like, and Seth, Seth goes, "The arm wrestling movie." And then Sandy does a Sylvester Stallone imp impression. He goes, "Arm wrestling classic." What? Uh, <laughs> yeah, like wrestling classic. Yeah. Oh, classic! Yeah. I thought you said <laughs> it's it's arm wrestling tastic. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the movie's arm wrestling tastic. <laughs> I'm like, well, look, that's how that's yeah. how I describe everything. Yeah. From yeah, now on. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, oh, it was arm wrestling tastic. Yeah. And then the episode ends. Oh. Oh. The end. That's so, really weird. Yeah. So over the top reference in what is what 2003? Yeah. Hmm. So, um, Seth and the Wetlands seems to have come to a conclusion, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Seth By the and, way, that was the name of the comic yeah. that Anna <laughs> drew for him. Seth, Seth and the and Wetlands. Wetlands. <laughs> um, and Seth and the girls are not together. No, but there's more to come of that yeah. nonsense, I feel like. Great. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'm trying to find the, the music. music. Yeah. I'm uh, trying to find it myself. Let's have a race. All right. I'm <laughs> loading a website. Yeah. Yeah. Too. Good. Good listening. Mm -hmm. Loading. What, loading. What episode was this? I got it already, I think. Chris. Here we go. Uh, no, but what number? Uh, I'm just scrolling through the plot. It's going to give me the music yep. at the bottom. Oh, very good. Um, I've already lost interest. Yeah. Okay. Santa Claus is coming to town by the Ventures. Uh-huh. Maybe this Christmas by Ron Sexsmith. Oh my God! Sexsmith. Is all Christmas songs by Oh Ron Sexsmith? Eh? Yeah. Oh. You come in burned by the Dandy Warhols. Uh -huh. Hanukkah lights by First Com. <laughs> Sounds like a company, not a band. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Christmas I song. Do my cell phone. Back. Christmas song number two five three by Edgeco. Just kidding. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Winter Wonderland by Peggy Lee. Silent Night by First Calm. Uh, that's got to be just like we purchased these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Santa Baby by Eartha Kit. We Wish You a Merry Christmas by First Calm. And Blue Christmas by Bright Eyes. Now, I would have to say my personal favorite of this episode would be Winter Wonderland by Peggy Lee. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of Peggy Lee. Sure. sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, I'm going to have to faves. assume that my favorite was uh, the Ron Sexsmith one, even though I don't really know it. But, but man, if it's, it's Ron, Ron Sexsmith, Sexsmith yeah. it's probably yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to try. How would I? 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 I, b- I bet Santa Claus is coming to town by the Ventures goes down, 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 down. Yeah. Yeah. Bet's got a lot of surf guitar. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not what you were doing. <laughs> that's not even. You were kind of surfing while you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep doing the miming. It's yeah, it's very good dance. I'm going over again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, great. Yeah. Yeah. So that is the episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Next week, we'll have another episode of The O.C. Um, relayed by who? Craig or Casey? This fellow. Casey. Oh, Casey. Um, I feel like this was like a between episode. It was like almost there in terms of drama, but it, it really ended abruptly with them. Like, I thought that they were going to end on him deciding on a girl or like, or, or like who, who where, is this, where are these relationships going to go? And instead, I feel like it ended in a weird sort of like in transition. So maybe the next one will sort of pick that up. Yeah. But it was definitely a step down after Greg's uh, yeah. episode. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like the Christmaka thing is like when the Friends... They just had to ram in a Christmas episode or yeah. something here. So. But I feel like Friends had that thing with Thanksgiving where they would always do a Thanksgiving episode. Yeah. I feel like they were really trying to be like, let's make Christmaka a thing. Oh, oh absolutely yeah. they were yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, I feel well, like some dorm rooms had Christmaka parties after this. Yeah. 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 Well, we celebrate it every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On July 23rd. Yep. Well, celebrate. See you next Wednesday by listening every week. Yeah. Seamless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that is our episode for the week. Please uh, go to uh, modernsuperior.com and listen to all of our shows and uh, more. And email us at info at Modern Superior. Thank you for your episodes of Star Trek. We got at least one email. Yeah, and, from uh, Esther from... Uh, yeah. From the uh, internet. From the internet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From uh, the email she sent us. God yeah. Damn it. So thank uh, you. Oh, there's been, a, there's been a, yeah, a, yeah. a dearth of uh, yeah. people. Yeah, Matt Brown also commented on one of them. So oh, thank did he? you. I didn't yeah. see. He commented on the website and yeah. also told me in real life. He was like, here's what you got to do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm very curious what he told you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll find the list and send it to you. Tell me, Matt. He, uh, yeah, he gave me some good ones, and he also yeah. said, like, if you want to see the one that people think is the worst, check this one out. And I was like, maybe mm-hmm. I will. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Esther's list was really good. Yeah, uh, a lot of fun ones. Uh, Mirror Look Mirror good. is really fantastic. Trouble with Tribbles is totally a classic. That's one I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Just yeah. having known uh, about. That's a lot of those are really fun. Yeah, they're really crazy. Naked Time is. Uh... <laughs> um, All right, guys. Yep. Well, I don't what? mean so, to uh, wrap things up, but uh, wrap it up. My meters uh, expired, and I don't give a fuck about Star Trek. Yeah. So. <laughs> As always, we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye, Internet. There's a ghost in the MZF. Hey, 
it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This has been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network.